lunchtime, and the Brooklyn Cafe is open for business. Live from Studio A in the heart of Delray Gallery, Dawn and Freddie S. and their team are ready to serve up a huge portion of fun for lunch with friends and neighbors. So let's break open that lunch pail and unwrap that sandwich you brought and take a front row seat in the Brooklyn Cafe and get ready to enjoy some humor and hot topics. It's time to get a healthy serving of hope and happiness to help your day go by with a smile. Your hosts, Dawn and Freddie S., are ready to talk about food, health, dating, or just plain dream-making. If you have a story to share, a movie review, restaurant critique, or just a coincidental thing that happened to you, call in toll-free at 888-565-1470 right now. Sit back and enjoy your lunch break at the Brooklyn Cafe. Here are your hosts, Dawn and Freddie S., so, welcome, 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 bienvenidos, bienvenue, and whatever, and whatever you say, and whatever welcome is in Polish. <laughs> we have taken over the set for 2020, for 2020 vision. Give me. Whoops. And there you have it. <laughs> and you well, can always rely on Hector. Right? Just right, so sit just go keep around. going, keep going. Yep, we've got napkins coming, so we're going to go around and introduce ourselves, because we do have a couple of, oh, thank you of uh, new faces, so Hector, do you want to do a little introduction? I don't think it matters anymore. I don't think it really matters anymore. All right, right, so this is Hector. And I'm Kelsey. I am so sorry. It's okay, we're still friends. (laughs) We're gonna go to the table with our new faces so they can introduce themselves as well. Do you want to go ahead and start? Sure. I mean, you're not the new face, yeah. but... <laughs> I'm not a new face, but I'll go. Going around the table. I'm Ryan. Hi, I'm Brandon. I'm Manuel. Now, Manuel is the new player in the house. Yeah, I am. Manuel is, is from Venezuela, no? Yes, from I Venezuela, am. so he's carrying the Don Pablo hat, and you see next to him, he has his bag of coffee. Smiley, what do you want to do? All right, so this is 2020. Now, I have not seen 2020. I've been away a couple of weeks, so I have not seen what you got, but I've seen the numbers are outrageous. So what do you guys do? Tell me. We Don't everybody speak up at once. <laughs> well, we just so talk. We do? Improv, mostly. We talk yeah. about Gen Z stuff. All right, so let me hear some stuff. What's today's well, stuff? Hector brought up, it's a good, we're going into the 2020s, and we are in our 20s. Um, so... 2020 vision, and we're just going to talk about current topics. And starting with, starting with, I brought matcha cookies. Enjoy. Yes, Hector brought matcha cookies. Um, do you want to try one? We still want to try one. <laughs> well, go ahead. They are really, they are really good. Hector is a great baker, which I kind of feel like that's an you don't hear a lot anymore of of people, especially our age, baking. Yeah, people have hobbies. I you bake? Oh, what's your, oh, what's your favorite yeah. thing? Are you, are you volunteering to bring in some cookies, too? Yes, she is. Well, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm trying to cook healthier, so I've been, like, cooking more and baking and learning new recipes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, very cool. Yeah, now, do you notice the millennials say, I am trying to cook healthier? We say we are trying to eat healthier. She cooks healthier. Well, that's the first well, step of eating. Well, that's kind of the first step of eating. The difference is that. We just cook and we don't. But well, I actually have a question for them. Yeah. I don't think some of you grew up in Boca, so one not of the really, principles but... of 
one of the Boca High Schools was just reassigned to another school because yeah. of the education of the Holocaust in mm -hmm. schools. That was my old high school that he came from. That's, so you that, know the story. You went to high school there? He was my principal when I was in high school. My kids right. went to high school there too. You know the story? So my question Wait, hold on. Some of them don't know the story. I'm going to ask them. Ahead. So the question is, when you all went to high school, were you taught about the Holocaust? Yes. Yeah. Among, yeah. Yes, uh, among other things. Yeah. Yes, and among yeah. other things. Like very, very brief. I was talking about really younger. Because, like I said, he was. He was my principal. Like when I went to that high school, and we were taught, at least for my teachers, really extensively. We had Holocaust Week, and we had survivors come in and talk to us. I don't know if that was my kids doing or anyone else was doing, but like it was decently extensive. It was part of your curriculum. Yeah. And so, it, was, it was discussed that the Holocaust is a factual historical event and that it did happen. We were taught that some people don't believe in it, but we were taught that, yeah, it was a historical event. Do you know that I was not taught anything about the Holocaust in any form in school? Not a drop. Really? Yes. I okay. learned about the Holocaust by coming to Florida. Well, Steph, I'm sure your yeah. school, I know where you, yeah. right, I'm sure you guys probably... From a young age, too, we were watching videos and things like that. In, in middle school, we read multiple books in elementary school. So I think like three or four books in total. In Florida, in uh, Boca? Yeah, I went to American Heritage. How about you guys? I only learned... Oh. Anyone? Oh, I only learned, like, mostly about it in Hebrew school, mm -hmm. so... Well, he was school, you're going to learn about it, but we're talking about regular curriculum. I feel like I'm a bit of an outlier here, unless, of course, Manuel, you went to school here or Venezuela? In Venezuela, yeah. Yeah, but hay una diferencia entre educación de internacional y nacional en países que no son, que no son Estados Unidos. Yes. And for the non-Spanish-speaking members who are listening to this, I'm just saying that there are different, that high school curriculums are different in countries that are not the United States. Now, wait a minute. There is a point that I did learn in college in South America during the Nazi World War II. Yes, yes, of course. Went to South America to escape. Correct. Yes. Stay, so yes. did they teach you in South America how the Holocaust went? Did they Caribbean. A little bit. Caribbean, yeah. not South America. I'm sorry. Whatever. South of me. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. They yeah. See, I didn't learn anything in the Bronx. How about Brandon Ryan? Um. <laughs> A little bit, yeah. Um, I know me and Kels went to high school together, so I know we, yeah, we were taught a little bit, a little bit, um, not too extensively, but we had, a f I think we had a few speakers come in at some point. Well, so what do you think about, any of you read the article? Mm -hmm. I, so he's a, a denier? He's not a denier, he said it is not, and I don't want to quote, so I'm just sort of summarizing the article. He's just saying that it's not that he doesn't believe in it, but different people have different beliefs. And he can't say... What is it? He said that he, we can't be sure because different people have different beliefs. We can't be 100% sure that it's not Okay. What about archaeology? Okay, then let's go. Okay, then let's just go to physical evidence then. There's there you a, go. There's a massive... There seems to be a mass... Seems to have been several record incidents of mass... Of what Colin be described as a mass grip as a mass grave somewhere outside, somewhere outside of rural, Ger rural Germany. People are really good at denying what they are. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me get this right. This knucklehead says that the Holocaust didn't exist. He didn't say that. He okay, said... Tell me exactly what he said. He's being the... We need to pull it up to quote it. I don't he's being as, what he said. Sure, long version short, he's being a non... He's being non... He's being non... Non-confrontational. Correct. About it. 
And the thing but that is, isn't the message. Well, the message, and the part of the message is, and Teddy's going to pull it up, in this climate of where we live in South Florida, which is a totally different climate than someplace else in the United States or another country, the fact that they kept this quiet for a year. In but the why? What is well, it? That's the question. Who is he? He's the principal of a high school. And what kind of high school? Public high school. Oh, public, school. Okay. public high school. Public high school. Is he Jewish? No. He's okay. African-American. Okay, so he says that the Holocaust does not exist? No, he didn't say that. Teddy's okay. pulling up the quote, because I don't want to misquote it. But uh, the, public, the public school board kept this incident quiet until, the, he, I guess, Palm Beach Post got a hold of it and let it out. So the Within 24 hours of it being put out on social media and the parents of Palm Beach County and their poll, what they did, and Federation everything, he's been reassigned to another school. So, according to the New York Times, his quote is, I can't say the Holocaust is a factual historical event because I'm not in a position to do so as a school district employee. Okay, but that's a different said, message. That's why? not, that's not, that's being blown out of content, though. That's a different <laughs> Wait, message. Wait, listen to the rest of it. He said, not everyone believes the Holocaust happened. Uh, I do allow information about the Holocaust to be presented and allow students and parents to make decisions about it accordingly. I do the same with information about slavery. Okay, so slavery didn't happen either. You know, nothing happened. We didn't go to the moon. <laughs> okay. Children oh are hatched to the birth. But, okay, but well, in yeah, theory, if you're not but, there. Well, let me ask you. You guys, what do you think? I want to know why he was... Re I mean, you're walking the line between, well, it could have happened and it didn't happen. and It's called tenure. Why was he re Why was he reassigned? Is that it's tenure? tenure. Versus what? Being fired or versus staying? I mean, that's that's a dangerous position to take. If you're teaching your students, well, I mean, you can make up your mind as to whether the Holocaust happened, and you're, you're, you're the head of that school. You're the head of all of those teachers and faculty and students there. What, why are you reassigned, and then you're just going to go do that in a different school? That's right, and I, I'm glad you said that because this is what I'm getting out of this thing. You know, sometimes people act stupid to get a reaction. I don't know this job. But the thing with the slavery just throws it all the time. He was the principal at kid's school. He ran this high school for many years. Okay, well, you know what? I understand in the Catholic religion, and I'm a Catholic, that there are priests that do things they shouldn't be doing either. Okay? So nobody is out of being a knucklehead. There are just too many people that are stupid. But I'm glad that you brought up what you brought up, because now your voice makes a difference. So somebody like that, if your child is going to that school, would you allow them to, to go? Or what? Or would you stand up? What would you say? This one parent questioned him. You know, it's also very predominantly Jewish school. If that makes a difference in anyone's right. minds, like that school is predominantly Jewish. The whole culture yeah. of Boca Raton is yeah. a strong Jewish culture. Yeah, and that just makes it even that much more. So, what do you think? Reassign it is. You should. What should have happened? In your mind. What would you do with him? Well, in my mind, I think he should have lost his ability to hold that type of position. But then you bring up the issues of tenure and whether you can and can't, and there's a bunch of ins and outs to it that make it more but difficult. But based on what happened, the information. But of course, what we're reading in the media, right? Yeah, and it's just right. one source. It's right. not multiple sources, and, you know, and there could be misquotes. Yes, we haven't heard from him. It's true. That's fair. But, but I, got, I got another question for you. I'm going to ask Manuel. In the Latin community, right, yep. we get buried with anybody. I'm surprised they put this guy somewhere in South California or in Miami because that's what they do with, with people like this. They bury them. 
because they figure nobody's going to pay attention there anyway. Now, is that a true st statement that I'm making? Is it a fair statement? You know, you see people in high authority positions and you have a responsibility as someone in authoritative position to step up and do the right thing. I mean, I've seen it with another principal at a school for plagiarizing a graduation speech. I mean, we see it, I'm not even talking about presidential, I'm just talking about <laughs> large, but I think if you are in that power of authority, it is our responsibility to give the facts. Of right. course. Also, what do you guys think, Brandon, Ryan? I I totally agree with that. Like, the student should teach him. Yeah. There you go. Exactly. All right. Process. So what would what would you teach? What would your message be if it were if you could be before him or what the message be? What would you? Think? I mean, I knew a Holocaust survivor, so like it's factual. Like I don't. It doesn't make sense. Well, what so would you what would you guys say? I mean, this is coming from another generation. You're coming from the generation that he oversaw in schools. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's just it's so upsetting to hear that because there's so many things that prove that it happened and it did happen and it's just the case of not seeing that someone older and someone in position to teach children thinks that way it's really hurtful yeah who's older than us yeah. i mean i would have personally brought in survivors to have them share their story with him and then have them say that's not real like it's what more can you it's like person to person face to face it's not even secondary information it's upsetting to know that he's not only you know I don't think many people at school at that school at the time really would have been like, he's right, it didn't exist. It was upsetting that he's teaching kids that they can just deny things like that. Now, does a principal teach? No, but he... Or does he influence? He does have a major influence because he runs the whole entire school. So, so he yeah, should be held accountable. And he like, runs a community of students who believe and trust him because it's his community and everyone's in different communities. So. And at least when I knew him, he was very involved. All right, so then I'm going to bring up a different subject because we don't have a lot of time. Okay. I'm gonna ask you a difference. So if you carry the weight, you should be responsible, right? Yesterday we had somebody on the, on the show here that's been talking about drugs in school. So well, drugs and the drugs and the, eh, the fact that, eh, that AIDS is now somewhat more prevalent in high school, in Florida high schools now. Well, let's, let's talk about drugs in general. If you know someone, a friend of yours, is using do you rat them out? Do you tell people? Alright, <laughs> Brandon has something to say. Um, as a, a young child who's experimented before, but I also have a few friends um, that have experimented before as well, and still do, and still get in trouble. Um, there's not much you can do unless they want to help themselves, of course. Um, me, personally, I don't rat anybody out. That's just how I am. I do try to get them help in any way that they can possible. But um, as far as ratting them out, there's, they're going to do it again anyway. Even if they do get in trouble for it at some point, it does come back because it's, it's more of an addiction. So where's your line like between ratting them out and getting them help? Like, what type of help do you seek for them? Um... Well, it depends. Like, okay, so for one example, there's a guy walking down the street. He's messed up. What do you do? Um, you can call the... There's there's a few people that you can call, but um, usually their options are you can either go to jail or you can go to the hospital. Usually they pick the hospital because they don't want to go to jail. That's where they get 
the rest of their help and you know get clean well, or my, whatever. My, but my, it's uh, well, my question then is, when do we help? Right. And when do we become a rat? Well, why would you become a rat if you could help? Who would you rat them well, out to? It's a, well, right. Who are we ratting them out to? That's the question. This is exactly. also, yeah. but listen to the question, because if you got to go to somebody to say, Manuel is using drugs, which he's not, but I'm just using it as an example. Right. I want to get him some help. You're going to have to go to somebody who's going to have to bring in the authorities or the hospitals or somebody. Correct. There are parents involved here. They're going to get called to the bench as well. Right. Well, colleges have... A clause. UF right? has a University of London has a clause. Yeah. Which says? It, and it's based on, at least from what I was told, alcohol, but the same concept applies that if you see somebody that needs help and pertaining to alcohol, if they're underage, they could get in trouble. But if they are underage and they need help, you can seek that help and they're not going to be um, reprimanded by the school. But that doesn't mean they won't be reprimanded by the federal authorities or the I don't even think it gets reported. I think it's just a life-saving tactic. I don't think if they report it, it's, Cause they it's were, not based on age. They just want to make sure the kids get help. and They're worried survive. about people not reporting it because they don't want to get into legal trouble. Okay. So, but, then, but the question that I have here is that we turn the eye to friends that use excessively who are out of control. I'm pretty sure that if one of your friends attacked one of the females in here, you would intervene, right? That's crossing Correct. the line. Yeah. And Correct. even if it means that you have to wrap them out or get them in trouble or bring the authorities in, you're going to do whatever you can to stop that person from attacking somebody else, right? right? So my question, the problem that I have with the whole system is that we don't, and I, I use the word rat. I know it's an ugly word because my son says, snitches get stitches and some of us stupidity. <laughs> and I but say, it is but true. If if, yeah, but if you're laying in the ground because you're on heroin, that needle's coming out of your arm, I don't care what you call me. I'm going to get your help. Right. So the question I have here is, where is the line? How do we help one another if we're not willing to go to war and say, listen, you're doing the wrong thing. I'm doing this to save you. They may not look at it that way because people under the influence don't. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've been in situations where I've had friends who have definitely been having trouble with drugs or something relating to that. And... Um, I think it took them to have a breaking point for them to know it within themselves that they wanted to change and they wanted to progress with that. And then with them being honest and opening up about that, I was able to help them on my part. But it's a really, it's a major internal thing because when someone wants to switch and wants to get better, that's their mental state. And then you telling them you need to get better might anger them. So I think it just really depends on the person and what they want to do. Okay. It's really hard though to kind of like decipher that. Okay. It's really scary when if you're close with someone who you know is doing bad drugs or is in a bad situation and they you try and get them help and they refuse it, it's really scary to still try and make them get help because a lot of the times they will get violent. They will it's hard to have your friend or your partner or someone screaming at you because you're trying to get them help and they don't want it and it stops you a lot of the time. Is it not? But the bottom line here is it what if you go in as an intervention? What if you go in as a group? What if you go in instead of you manning up to somebody? I had a friend named Freddie Berrios, may he rest in peace. He was a very good friend of mine. He was using really, really heroin. And uh, it was heroin at the end. And the bottom line is I wasn't there for Freddie because I didn't want to rat him out. I didn't want to be there. I didn't want to face the music of having to do all that. Well, Freddie drove off a cliff and killed himself. And I can never get that back. So for me, there is no line. 
whether it's you or I get a big guy like Hector or I get 20 people, mm -hmm. if you're going to make a difference, you got to choose now, mm -hmm. right? Because when it's too late, you ain't getting those souls back. It ain't happening. Mm -hmm. Well, and it's about saving a life. Like That's you're talking right. about with your friend, there's a difference between seeing your friend, you know, smoke a joint and feeling that you have to go run and tell the authorities versus doing serious hard drugs and having a true problem and then definitely intervene and, and save a life. Now, how do you feel that marijuana is becoming legalized and, and recreationally legalized? Hey, don't look around right. <laughs> <laughs> I know how you feel. <laughs> <laughs> how do you feel about people? Is it a gateway to a heavier world? I genuinely don't think so. Okay. I don't partake in it, but I was just in Seattle, a place where it's very legal, legal. and it's all around. And actually, a lot of people, when we were there, you know, I was asking around people because I wanted to know like what's it like to live in a city where it's legal. And a lot of people said they had moved there and they had stopped doing hard drugs. And a lot of junkies, and this is just from people that I've talked to while I was there. They were able to, because it's so much harder to get other drugs there, mm -hmm. and they can just smoke pot, and it's not a big deal. They can just go to the store and get it whenever they want. They stopped having the need to do harder drugs like cocaine. Well, they couldn't get it anyway. Yeah, it's a lot harder to get there because that is so strict because the marijuana is just, it's out there, and it's okay. So it's not a gateway? I don't believe it is. Okay. I think Anything it's else? That's what people kind of predicted, that if it would become legal, it would just kind of like blow off type of thing because it was like a challenge to get it and like do it and whatever so now that it's just available it's kind of like okay what's the hype you know people just anyone at the table it doesn't taper out i mean everyone there was smoking no, yeah, yeah. everyone like, there is smoking but they're yeah, not doing other things yeah yeah it just kind of decriminalizes it when other states are making it more legal you know even though it's legal still it's still becoming more decriminalized as we speak, if that makes any sense. Because people still want to criminalize it, whether it's legal or not. They still want to say it's bad, it's this, it's that. But as we speak and more and more people are opening up and it's becoming more acceptable, then it's becoming more decriminalized. So I, I mean, it's don't just like think... liquor, right? When it first started out, right. it was illegal. Yeah, exa exactly. You know, it's, you know, it's, it's very legal. So I guess... I guess we have to police ourselves. I think that's the biggest challenge. Right. The whole other conversation Policing each other. Mental health comes up, what we talked about loud on last night's show on our after hours. Well, that's another question. Mental health among your, among your peers, among your age group. Mm -hmm. you, would you come and say that you um, have anything and everything you need available to you if you're going through a tough time or a tough patch? I think our generation... I, I have a lot of friends, and myself included, that have dealt with mental health, and I feel like that is because there's a lot of pressure on us and a different type of pressure than perhaps other generations where, I mean, as early as middle school, we're asked to pick a career. We were taking career aptitude tests and then going into college, accruing all of this. And John Mulaney had a great, and it's a stand-up bit, but, you know, at age 17, you're asked to sign over hundreds of thousands of dollars to a university we're coming out of that university with crippling debt. And I know a lot, a, like a crazy amount of my peers that have depression and anxiety and other, just not um, mental, health. mental health issues like that, myself included. I went through a period in college where I was majorly depressed. 
Um, and it's scary. Did you go find help, or did you feel a stigma of going to get help? The university I went to, the U University of Florida, um, does offer a program where their students can go get help. But I will say, in my experience, I started seeing someone there, and maybe three sessions in, she stopped returning my call. And I called the receptionist, and she said, oh, yeah, she's in. I can get her to talk to you. And she put me on a hold. And then she came back, and she said, she's, she's not going to answer the phone. And, did they and that was through... That was through the, the universe. University that was that was through the University of Florida, and I could they're, not get to another specialist. But this is exactly where I think the universities fall down. And if you need more staff, then hire more staff. If you're going to bring in thousands and thousands of students, you know what? I think it's their responsibility as administration and that of authority to support the kids. And I ask you this because I know of a similar situation. The wait list to get help. Is tremendous mm -hmm. to get them to call you back. So if you're in crisis, what are you supposed to do? I think more of our help comes from each other, as far as like the younger or younger generation goes. Um, but as far as having more resources from the older generations, I don't think it's that accessible. I think they see more of our mental health as being sad or lazy or smoking too much weed or, you know, just anything like that. But I think it's a little more serious and it should be taken more seriously. Did you go to college with friends that you knew that were there? I'm s In other words, when you went, you went to school, right? You went to college? We went to... Wait, who? No, I, didn't, I haven't gone to college. You no. haven't gone to college. No. You went to high school with friends that you grew up with? Yes. Okay. When you go to college, though, when I went to NYU, I didn't know a soul. Right. Because I came from Florida. Well, actually, when I went to high school, I didn't know anybody. It was more middle school that I knew everybody. Mm -hmm. High school, I went to a charter school. It was completely new to me. I didn't know anybody from my middle school. Later on, I ended up because people came in, but and that was just me. Would you talk to your friends me. about you having a hard time about what's going on around you? Would you talk to friends? No. no. Genuinely, I can say uh, no, no. Now, a lot of my friends know what was going on with me, and I'm just not a very open person, but I know that I'm not alone in that. Neither was I. Yeah. None of my friends knew until very, very recently when we would, like, go back and tell memories. I'd be like, yeah, I was, like, majorly depressed, almost on anxiety pills, like, going to therapist twice a week. Like, now I can say it. But at the time, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, they were my best your, friends. And then you get a physical ailment on mm -hmm. you, and the anxiety buildup is tremendous, and... When you look around the four walls, I mean, my mother, may she rest in peace, is the only one that says, okay, put on shorts, it was 12 degrees, and she made me run for days. And so all that anxiety sweated out in New York City. But one of the problems that I have with the system right now is what do you, who do you turn to? I mean, your friend better be a really, really good friend if you can do that, because you're afraid to reveal yourself. But they suffer in silence, and that's the one thing why I want you all to take this platform and make it what you want. What make it yours, so no one should ever suffer in silence. Yeah, one of my um, close friends last year, or last semester, had to leave like early, and I literally had no idea until I called her. Like, I guess she just she needed a break from school, and that was kind of her outlet instead of seeing someone up there. And now she's doing a lot better, but I literally had no idea, so it's kind of scary. Just like being in college with the environment and everything, there's so many little things that can just make the biggest deal, like having roommates that aren't great or 
finding your yeah. jobs, but like not being on time. It's just like a little thing that kind of like trigger you, make you upset, or like make you feel down. And I went to school so far away. I'm still going to school really far away. I didn't know anyone that went to my school. Like I didn't know one person. And so I was starting from scratch. And the good thing was that a lot of people were doing the same thing as me. And it was nice to like not feel alone. But at the same time, you do have the days where you have to reflect on how you're feeling and just be open with that. And I've learned for all these years that you have to feel everything. You have to let yourself go through every emotion. Because so. everyone seems so like put together and they know what they're doing, but like I feel like everyone's on the same page. But that's what it looks like from the outside. Do you think so social media you? plays a part in that? Oh, for sure. Oh, 100%. definitely. All right, listen. I love the I love the conversation. I think um, it's something to be drawn upon. If you have friends that you want to bring into this conversation, we'll set up a gallery here to bring them forward. Because not everybody should have an opportunity to have a voice to listen if you're having a problem. I mean, nothing, you know, there's no contracts or anything drawn up, but just sometimes talking it out helps. May not cure it, but it'll help. So I want to take a break now, and then we got to come back and go on with the show. But I, I admire what you guys have done. It's the first time I've ever gotten to see so many of you on the same page here, which is kind of cool. Absolutely. Now, first, before we go to break, I want to ask them what their advice would be if someone came to you going to college, out of college. One one bit of advice before we wrap up the segment. Let's start with Teddy, and then we'll work our way around. Uh, everyone is just as scared as you are. None of us know what we're doing, and we're all kind of winging it. So you're not crazy, and you're not unprepared, and you're worth getting help, and you're worth being happy and being embarrassed to get the help that you need because mm-hmm. we're all doing it. Steph? Literally call your family. <laughs> like, if you're sad, if you're stressed, call your mom on the way to class. It's so nice. Call your dad, call your sister, call your grandma, call anyone in your family. It just makes a day go by so much better. You talk about everything you feel, then you call them the next day. You tell them what you did, what you accomplished, and how you feel about it. Lisa, call someone, right? <laughs> yeah, I agree with what both of them said. Um, definitely take time to yourself. Because everyone has to study, everyone has to do all that stuff, but you also need to have, you need to have a balance. You need to have time, you know, for the gym, time to eat, time to study, time to play. Like, you just, you need it all. You can't just, like, study 90% of the time and then only go out, you know, once a semester. You need to... Manuel? I think uh, you can talk to your parents, uh, talk to your friends. Uh, You know, you have the power to do anything you want and just... Set your mind to it. Brandon? Um, I mean, as far as I go, I, I people are more open as you think, so talk to, I mean, anybody, as long as you're honest and being open with your feelings. I'm sure somebody is going to be receptive and understand and be able to help you in some way. So even if there is no mom, no dad, whatever, talk to anybody, somebody. Right. If you need a break from school, definitely take it because it is not worth it to put yourself through even more stress than you're already going through. Cassie? Don't let the little things that are bothering you go by. And I can say that's what happened to me as I was saying there's no reason for me to feel sad over this and you bottle it and then the little things become big things. So definitely take stock of each little thing that happens to you because they can build up. Well, to paraphrase my dad, people don't eat people. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to talk, talk to someone. You'd be surprised. You'd be because they might surprise you. Yeah, you're worth it and talk to people. The overall, 
the consensus of our 2020 vision. Thank you guys. Great job. We're going to take a commercial break. Switch sets. All right. Do some wine tasting. Time to get well, time to get the host their chairs back. So you did a great job filling it. <laughs> Say we'll be right back. Thank you. We'll be right back. Okay. Hemp Boca. <laughs> products of purest natural ingredients and providing a safe alternative method for relief from many symptoms, creating a healthier lifestyle without the use of opioids. Use hemp boca products for improved mental health and overall well-being. It's safe, legal, and non-psychoactive. Our pure and high-quality CBD is from clean industrial hemp, then extracted slowly over days to produce the strongest and most effective products on the market. Made in the U.S. with no synthetic ingredients. Committed to bringing our customers the highest grade CBD oil on the market. Our industrial hemp, it's organic with no solvents and pesticides. Gluten-free, vegan, full spectrum and third-party double lab tested. Our top priority is your health and wellness. And we are confident you will love our products and the amazing relief so you can enjoy the things you love to do. Try our products and start living a healthier lifestyle. Hemp Boca. Good health and good sense are two of life's greatest blessings. If a tree falls in the woods and no one is around to hear it, does it make a sound? Have you ever felt that your voice goes unheard? And you think that you can make a difference if only someone would just listen? It's time for women in business to have a place to step into your power. A platform to embrace your hopes, dreams, and your visions. A voice to heal and restore. Your voice can make a difference. We have the platform to share your story and let your voice be heard. Be kind to yourself. Give yourself the chance to be heard and shine bright. Contact New Dawn Media by texting CAFE to 80800. That's C-A-F-E to 80800. Sometimes you need to shake things up a bit to be a little adventurous, to make your meals pop. Don Pablo coffee growers and roasters have that special ingredient, that little bit of adventure in a bottle to take your dinner to the next level. So take a leap and try one of Don Pablo's fresh roasted specialty coffee meat rubs on your beef, chicken, or pork. You'll never go back to boring again. Go ahead, rub it on your meat. Welcome, welcome to the Broken Cafe. Am I on? Yeah. Am I? Because I still him. I feel like I'm in the clown circus. Cause my hat. You like my hat? I like your hat. You, <laughs> you look like the rainbow pixie dust. Girl. All I can tell you is it's a wine tasting Tuesday at the Brooklyn Cafe TV, and it's a little wet over here. That's okay. We started the show. That's Our okay. millennials did their 2020 vision. We had a little coffee mishap. 
That's, we're going to smell coffee, but it's all right because it Actually, will cleanse my palate as Hector I get to taste wine tasting. Well, I'm going to tell you what Hector did. <clears throat> I want to say real quick, I want to congratulate the women's soccer team oh, yeah. of the USA. And they are up in New York. They landed oh, okay. at Long Island Airport this morning. And there is going to be a ticker tape parade, tape. New York style, in Manhattan. You ever see one of those? I ha- not in a long time. I went to see one for when the Yankees won. Holy smokes. Was the fourth World Cup? This USA? is the fourth. The fourth. Not only that, they also did 20% in attendance more than any men's soccer team game in the history of the sport. It's pretty remarkable. So, I just want to congratulate the women's soccer team. It is time you get paid, baby. Absolutely. Because the bottom line here is they don't make the same money that the men's team You want to have some wine, Christina? <laughs> She's still shaking her head. Wait, you don't even know who this lady is. You don't know who anybody is coming today. Why. But anyway, I want to say congratulations to that. So Hector was just throwing coffee around the same congratulations. He was very excited. It was a little bit of an accident, but welcome to our Tasty Tuesday. If you missed So who's that? What do you got cooking? I know you got wine. What else you got? We got a lot of fun stuff that we haven't had on. Yes. Okay. Ninja Warrior is what all I can oh, tell you. Oh, yeah. Figures. Yeah, I know. Teddy, you're really excited. Teddy, take it easy. It's Wine Tasting <laughs> Tuesday on this segment of the cafe. If you missed the first half hour, you want to see the 2020 vision of the millennials, hit rewind, replay, and rewatch it because every Tuesday at 12 o'clock, our interns and producers get to share their ideas of what's going on in the world. Today, we talked a little bit about mental health. We talked about it's the Holocaust factual and what happened, some other ideas because of what happened with one of the principals in our Boca school system and all of that. So all of that information you can find on our 2020 vision. Of course, this is, every, this is everyone's opinion. Oh, Dylan, you missed it. <laughs> Dylan, you missed your 2020 shot. Dylan's back in the house and stay no. tuned because we've got some wine tasting. Hey, Mo, you're very late, Mo. Uh, I had a few personal things. I bet you did. We've got <laughs> Sherry. Do you remember we were at Taco Tuesday and Evelyn Ballin brought in Sherry? Yes. And Sherry is a wine distributor. Yes. I think all alcohol, so alcohol, different. She has more than wine. She's got regular alcohol and tequila and rums and <gasps> things like that, too. But I focus to wine only because I'm a wine purist. And she introduced me to Becca, Rebecca. 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 And, and for, she works for who? She has her own wine bar. Really? Yes. Yeah. Your own wine bar? Yes. My so you have own. a bar that has wine in it? Yeah, it's, it's chock full. And where is this It's part? a concept. Where is this? Oh, it's a concept. <laughs> it's a great concept. And you know what? It's right in Fort Lauderdale where we... Is it a, is it a brick and mortar? Yes. Yes, it is. It's right next to the Gateway Theater on Sunrise Boulevard, <gasps> about a half mile Modern from the beach. 60. Modern 60s Wine Lounge. Really? Yes, it's a wonderful thing. I s- smell a remote. No, you smell coffee is what you smell, but yes, <laughs> but look at the labels on these. I love I this. See There's that. Shag and Chardonnay. What else do we have? Those are our house wines. Um, I, I just brought them because it kind of portray- portrays the, the whimsical nature of a modern 60s wine lounge. We like wine to be fun. We like it to be inventive. We like it to be an experiment and not heavy duty and not intense and not serious by any means. So... When I was looking to design a wine label and find a, find a company that would do the house wines for me, they, this company let me design the labels myself and name them myself and do the whole thing. So we do a Shag and Chardonnay, we do a Groovy Rosé, and we do a, um, a Cabernet, a Socket to Me Cabernet. So it's kind of reflective of the era, the 60s, where well, there were a lot of really important things going on in the 60s politically, at the end of the day, you know, it, it was the Brady Bunch and it was the Monkees and it was the Beatles and 
that's kind of what I'm carrying over the theme into the wine. I want the wine to be fun. I want it to be experimental. I know a lot about wine. I certainly don't know all there is to know about wine, but I want you to know what you like, and I'll go to the ends of the earth to make that happen. So at the wine bar, we pour taste. Uh, you don't know what you like. If somebody comes in and asks me for a sweet Cabernet, I know that we're in a world of hurt and I've got to go back to square one to figure out what it is that they're really trying to describe to me that, that they like or, what, or, or acknowledge what, what they like. What compelled you to open a wine bar? I have a long history in wine. I owned a uh, fine dining restaurant in Arizona in the, in the 80s. And that's when I was exposed to uh, Napa and Sonoma Valley. So I learned winemaking. The business would close in the winter, and normally I'd go sailing, but we'd take about a month off and go to Crush. So at, at the knee of one of my mentors, Justin Meyer with Silver Oak, who's gone now, uh, Joan and uh, Kerner Rombauer, very dear friends of mine, I'd spent a month at their winery. Um, the Danny Duckhorn, the Sequoia Grove phenolic freaks from Davis, UC Davis, that everything... Everything had a, a, a phrenolic profile, and then, and then we experimented after that. Those are the people that I learned from. I started tasting with Dick Steltzner at Saintsbury Garnet at about 6 o'clock in the morning, freezing my tail off out there in the, in the vineyards. We'd walk the vineyards, and then we'd go in and barrel taste, and we'd taste seven or eight years in a row. And I just learned so much from these people, and I, just, I learned the passion about it. So back to modern 60s, I, I, I tried to bring the same passion there, and for people that want to push this button, as you know that I have, and want to know more, I'm, I'm there for you. That's what I'm there to do. And you have other things. You've got tapas, you've got light bites, you've got a menu. We do. We have a food menu. I keep it kind of restrictive because the kitchen is the size of this table. <laughs> so it's kind of what I can do. And so I focus to not so much having food for people to come in and eat. I focus to having food that pairs with wine that I have or in order for you to be able to drink the wine, have a snacky poo in the middle. So, so we she do. works it backwards. She brings yeah. the food in to go with the wine versus the wine to go with the food. Absolutely. Absolutely. See, that's the goal. So you're old school. I am. I love it. Look it's, at all this wine. It's the hippies in the 2000 range. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I love it. And we've got, we've got such a wide range of clientele too. I got, I have a lot of millennials and I, I have a lot of people that come in with their kids that are millennials and that's something, you know, everybody's learning together, you know, and, and everybody's learning about Carmeniers and Nebbiolos and, and Garnets and uh, yeah, what is all what is that? And all. Those are not those are wines I would classify as like not Cabernet and not Chardonnay. The Cabernet and Chardonnay, while they're exclusive and they're wonderful for what they produce, because there's a wide range of tastes and flavor profiles in that, there are a million other grapes that people don't don't get exposed to like a, like a, a Spanish Godello. I brought one of Sherry's wines here today. It's a Mencia grape from the northern part of Spain on the border of Portugal. Um, it's called Hoven, but it's a red Mencia and it's a local grape. Now, want to taste? I'm sure Hold on a second. Wait, 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 wait. wait a minute. A red Hoven. Wait, wait, wait. You have how many different wines? In Probably, there? you know, I should have counted. Maybe um, 75. Maybe a hundred. Yeah, and I bring I bring in something <laughs> new every week that I pour around the bar. Maybe hundred ten. Or if somebody brings uh, a wine rep brings something to me, I'll go. Well, you know, I like it, but let's let's see what everybody else says. This what week, is I the number it. one wine of these hundred and ten different wines that is your favorite? Because I'm gonna tell you what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna head down to your place, and what you are about to tell me right now is what I'm gonna order and bring everybody with me. Says you got to try this wine. You want to try them here? My favorite on Tuesday. Hers. 
is different from my favorite on Wednesday. Oh. And my favorite in the morning, early in the evening, <laughs> I like a rosé or maybe a, a French Sauvignon Blanc, which I brought. And then later on in the evening, a Nebbiolo. So you don't have a go-to? I don't have a go-to. Really? I am all over the board, and it just to kind of, kind of like picking out a pair of shoes you're going to wear that day. Hmm. What are we going to go to? Well, those are comfy, and I know what to expect from that. But let's see what this is. So you'll get. drink red, white, rosé, anything. So what did Absolutely. what did you bring? So I brought I brought Sherry's Mencia Hoven. I brought uh, Grand Caillou La Petite Coqua. is a uh, a Sauvignon Blanc from France. I brought uh, Frank. I'll tell you the story about that. I brought a good old California Chardonnay. Um, Frank, I brought in. It's from Australia. So I'm going to drink Australia. Frank. Look, my drinking buddy's in the Hi. house. Australia, Spain, France, and California. This is an amazing deal here, G-String. So <laughs> the Frank label. Let's 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 pour Sherry's wine, and okay. then I'll tell you about Frank. We want to bring Jen up. Or would you like to start with white? Might be better. You tell to start us. With white. Let's start with a good old California Chardonnay. It's 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 unbelievable. Yeah. I've never actually met anybody who knows so much about Wayne. Bring Jen up. Swap. Well, we, we could swap her out, okay, and put keep keep the kids on three. Let's bring Jen out. Keep the kids on three so they can tell us what they. All think. right. So so when you're tasting yeah, wine, it's it. it's all senses. It's all your senses except maybe hearing. Although. I can put sometimes, it in my ear. Sometimes they speak to me. Let me see. Ooh, it's kind of chilly. So swirling, swirling the wine. I guess Jen's climbing over wires. Yes, swirling the wine exposes the wine to air. Air aeration does incredible things for wine. It's a living being in it's here. A it's a living thing. It's alive. Changes. Yes. You gotta pay so, the rent. Gotta pay the rent. It's a living thing. You can look thing. at the edge it's of the glass. Good. The meniscus that you're gonna see, of the, of the residual, the rain on the glass, really just tells you residual sugar in there. When people talk about legs, oh, it's got wonderful legs. I just, I'm looking at that and I can tell but I don't, it's got does it have residual legs? sugar. Oh, yeah, it does have it does. legs. I see it, it does. So what does so, it mean when it has legs? It's good? It's got residual sugar and it's not tight, it's not tannic, and it's not too high in alcohol. So it's balanced. It's got legs, it's not tight, and it's not yeah, tannic. Yeah. Yeah. So, it smells delicious. It does. It really does. And you have to drink it with pinky up. I always do. I thought that was tea. <laughs> I mean, anything with booze. So this is what, what is this called? This is Spellbound Chardonnay. Uh, oh my Spellbound God, this is three good. Or four different, now, now this, so this goes for $9 a glass. Would you care to have a spot of hair? It tastes like a $20 glass. Wine. $9 a glass. That's really good. Not bad. So good. Yeah, it's very good. How much is a bottle? If I wanted 20, to put a straw in it. 27 You want to pass this over to the girls and have it? I put a straw in this bad Spellbound. I like this. This is delicious. This is, you know what I like about it? It's it's hearty. It's it has um, full round. There you go. There's a lingering <laughs> That's what you were going it. for. That's what I, I mean, it doesn't just. Go Any of you guys want to try some spellbound? Come on over. <laughs> try Come some spellbound. That, but that is that is a nice early morning piece. This for me. goes very well with like Cheerios, Wheaties, yes. anything. Toast. Don't you think so? Eggs. Cinnamon toast. Oh, it's Matter of fact, somebody toast. get me some eggs. How about some oatmeal, I'm thinking, right? Oatmeal. Like I gotta tell you, I would just put a straw in that bad boy and just keep on going. That is, <laughs> that is really mellow. Like they're lining Delicious. it up over there. So much for no drinks on now the board. Now you know that, you know that the things from, from the past are coming forward, right? Retro. All this retro stuff. What I love about your concept is if it's a throwback to the 60s, the 70s, and that era, 
I want to make wine accessible to people that, that want to know about it without feeling intimidated. I love and that. And so I think I the vibe that. from the 60s kind of transcends. It was a time when everybody was uh, willing to admit stupidity and willing to have a good time in front of everybody. And I just hearken back to the TV shows that, that were on the Remember laughing? I saw of those course. in reruns. Hysterically funny. I, I saw mean, it still live. Hysteric of, <laughs> still hysterically funny. So it was an era where w- people were willing to be who they were and be who they are in front of other people. And I like to bring that to the bar. I love because that. if you like, if you if, if you're not interested in knowing, I'm going to pour the wine that you asked me for, and then I'm going to pour you a sample of something else. So you've got something in your head the next time you come in that you might like. But if you're interested, look out, because I fill the bar with glasses, and we, ch- we taste everything side by side, and, and so it gives you a comparison. And they do music. I saw you had Rat Pack music there. I did. I had a, I had a, it was I a last-minute thing with some local musicians, but this uh, David DaCosta is from Vegas, and he was playing at one of the casinos, but he grew up in, in Fort Lauderdale, and he was dying for a venue that he could come and play in that would, suited him. And, and it was intimate and small and that sort of thing. And so they called me on Saturday at like 5 o'clock. Chad, uh, Chad um, and Paul, the bass player, and said, hey, can we come there and play? So he brought Selena Baker, who's a vocalist around town with them. Uh, another vocalist, uh, Paul, was on the upright bass, who is one of the premier upright bass players. He's traveled all over the world. He's magnificent. Chad Michaels on piano. And then there were guests that they brought in that did one or two songs. And then this David Acosta that does a lot of Sinatra and Rat Pack sort of thing. And he fits the profile absolutely perfectly. It was so much fun. Do you ever bring lookalikes? Like, we have people that come in here. I don't think Rat Pack was there. No, they died. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So they were lookalikes. lookalikes. Like we had Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yes. We had a, a, a kid who's an Elvis. In, in, yeah, he's an Elvis impersonator. This kid's about this big and 12. <laughs> Unbelievable act. And the kid can sing. I can see that being part of your throwback scheme as well. Because we kind of do part. the whole thing. When I do when I do music, I try to do piano on Friday. And I try to do, I'm a jazz fan. So I do some jazz. I know not everybody is. And then I get people in that just kind of play the background music. And then I get some, uh, uh, Michael uh, from Six Lips is very eclectic, does very eclectic music. And then on Saturday. Did you say Six Lips? Six Lips. Yeah. Saturday I try to do something fun. I do, uh, I, I've got a couple of guys, uh, a couple of brothers called Pure Mutt. And they come in and they're as close to John Mayer as you're going to get. And then I get a jazz group in or I get a, a local vocalist in. And I try to, I try to change it up all the time. And you're but, Right next to the Gateway Theater I'm right in Fort Lauderdale on Sunrise. I like that. You right know, Jen, Jen has a, a band called G String Orchestra. They, they play <laughs> yeah. jazz, baby. Yeah. They, they jazz it Interesting. up. We're really good. <laughs> we can't do any wine tasting or any alcohol tasting without Jen on set. So I'm glad Jen could join us. What are we trying next? So next we're going to try that French Sauvignon Blanc that I explained to you. It's going to have more mineral. It's not going to be as as, ra- as silky as the one that you had before, Middle. but it's it's very different from a Sauvignon Blanc produced in California. So this uh, where this comes from is very close to. Oh, empty. Christina, yeah, you've got a fan it. base. They're all yelling to see uh, you and hear you. Right. I think we got to put Christina on the camera because you have no idea. They're already writing in. We just want to see Christina so already. On three. Yeah, one o'clock. Relax. <laughs> so there's a there's a, a French grape that's very Christina popular and very famous called a Sancerre. In the mic. last few years, it's been such a wet season in France. The Sancerre white grape has kind of fallen out of favor. This though. is a very wet Not, wine. Yeah. Very so, wet. Yes. Wet, you're going to get wet, you're going to get mineral, <laughs> you're going to get wet stone. 
I like the combination of mineral and stone. <laughs> so you picture very, this with like a dish like scampi. Like scampi, seafood. Yeah, with heavy oil on it. It'll cut through the... This Would you like a glass of wine? Yes, she keeps saying no. <laughs> They're trading back on the board. Wow. Jen, how do you like this one? This one is not as sweet as the other one. No, definitely not. Tastes like it. Has I like this one. A pear hint. Yeah, grapefruit. Yeah, I sometimes tell people it's like a margarita without the tequila. Uh, okay. Oh, that works. A margarita without Get the tequila. It. Yeah. What's the point of that? <laughs> <laughs> that would just be fruit then. Yeah. That has some blueberries in the fridge. I like this better than the first one though. This is the spellbound bag. How do you say that? Because it's lighter. Lighter. They're both wonderful. They're both if really good. You, but if I you would find what you like, that's Put a straw in this bad boy and call it a day. I know. You just have, makes no difference. What do you guys think over there? I really like it. You like that one? Which one? The second one or the first one? When have one? you ever said I don't like something in wine? And, I like the first and Steph goes to school in Arizona. Oh, I'm from Phoenix. Oh, okay. I went to ASU. Yes. Oh. Wildcats. Mm -hmm. yeah. This I'm gonna tell you. This is such a freak of nature. How many people does your place hold? A lot. Um, it's huge. It actually, seats. It seats like uh, I can probably seat fifty in there. When I do an event, I, if I do a birthday or a, a, a wedding soiree or the night before the wedding thing or, or whatever, I can get eighty in there comfortably. I've got an event coming up this Thursday that's a women's networking group, and I think we've got seventy for that. Wow. And and. What time do you open? We open at four. And what time you close? I close when the last little body goes out the door. Could and be three in the morning. Count the people that are dragging in at a quarter to twelve that want a cup of coffee because don't come to me. <laughs> it's called it's modern sixties wine. Modern 60s I have wine a wine lounge. coffee, by the way. Modern sixties wine lounge. You see, we carry our own coffee brand. We have a wine coffee, yeah. right? We really do. All kidding aside. I think it sounds wonderful. We'll Which bring wine you some. Taste like. Yeah, I don't know. You got 75, 100 it tastes, bottles. It's a little more chocolatey. It's probably more like going to be the deeper red that we're going to have to try that on the next hour. We're going to have to bring that so she can tell yes. us. We have so, our own. Would you like more. to try the Hoven from oh uh, Sherry Spanish wine? Oh, yeah. You know, Mencia. Spanish wine is supposed to be very delicious. They are wow. very delicious. And you're open what days of the week? We're open every day except Monday. Tuesday Mondays, through Sunday? Yes. Monday's my day to go in there and t do inventory and find out what we need to add. She loves what she does. How can you not? Right? <laughs> right? <laughs> what a job. So what you're going to get Thank in you. this is some bright cherry. I love the color. You're yeah. going to get yeah, something that is akin to a Pinot Noir. A Pinot Noir? I like Pinot Noir. Pinot Noir. Akin. Now this, this already looks delicious. Right? This looks delicious. All right. That's it. I'm cutting you off. <laughs> <laughs> Smells delicious too. So what This we... has legs. It has legs. A lot of legs. The residual sugar on it is fairly low. It's smooth. But it's like a bright, light white, or red. It's just light in the I thought body. I was losing my, my too. I was like, I really don't know why. <laughs> I was looking at that. Now this, this, oh my goodness. Oh it's my beautiful, goodness. right? Wait Jen, it matches your dress. Delicious. Mm -hmm. You don't drink wine? Oh, I like that one too. Oh, that's good. That is nice. It's really five o'clock somewhere. She's got to teach and be a gymnast. Oh, you're going to be teaching? So and it'll you, just make you better. I'm gonna tell you. And this is called what? That's Hoven. That's excellent. Don Bernardino. Very Hoven. good. This is delicious. You like that? 
Oh, this is strong. <laughs> I could put two straws in this bag. And on that note, when Freddie's putting two straws in, we're going to go to commercial break. More with Modern 60s Wine Bar and Lounge. We're going to talk about Ninja Twist. Ninja Twist? Ouch, my back hurts. Jump Twist Ninja. I keep putting Ninja first. Jump Twist Ninja. I'm going to cut you off. Jump Twist Ninja. With Christina. Christina's staying with us. So stay tuned. We'll be back in two and two. Which is 95.3 FM 1470 AM live streaming all over social media. And we're going to keep drinking. So stay tuned and we'll be right back. Hickey and Amanda Williams, weekday mornings at 9, WNN. Infectious diseases spread by pests like malaria, Zika, and Chagas disease are causing a worldwide health crisis. Fortunately, here at home, we don't face the same level of threat, but we shouldn't let our guard down. Mosquito-borne diseases like West Nile virus and Zika are impacting communities across the U.S., and Lyme disease spread by ticks is on the rise. Whether around the world or just around the block, get the facts you need to protect your family at PestWorld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association. The Money Talk Radio Network is WSBR Boca Raton, W280DU Boca Raton, and W245BC Lauderdale Lakes. If you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, tune in to the Dr. Bob Martin Show. From erectile dysfunction to eczema, heartburn to headaches, carpal tunnel to how to lower cholesterol drug-free, Sunday mornings at 10 on Talk 1470 WNN. If you suffer with diabetes, there's a 25% chance that you'll develop a foot ulcer that can lead to severe health consequences, including amputation. At the sole authority, at little or no cost, you can receive your very own therapeutic shoes and custom inserts. Medicare recipients are entitled to one pair of quality diabetic shoes and three custom inserts. Call the sole authority today, 954-597-7060. What if I told you that getting omega-3 fatty acids daily just got easier? Amanda Williams here from Invite Health to tell you about the Invite Health Krill Oil. Krill Oil provides your body with the essential oils and antioxidants that are important for brain, heart, joint, and eye health. The EPA and DHA omega-3 fatty acids from Invite's krill oil are sustainable and 100% traceable from the sea to the capsule. Invite Health's krill oil is supplied in a vegetarian tapioca capsule shown in clinical trials to enhance absorption. These easy-to-swallow capsules are extremely clean and won't leave you with that fishy aftertaste. Take advantage of this special offer from Invite Health. Buy one bottle of Invite's krill oil at suggested retail risk-free and get the second bottle free. Call now for free shipping. Contact Invite Health at 800-463-7575. Call 800-463-7575. You can also visit an Invite Health location or go to invitehealth.com. Invite Health, the luxury brand of vitamins. Talk here. Talk there. Talk 1470 AM and 95.3 FM. The Health & Wealth Radio WNN. If a tree falls in the woods and no one is around to hear it, 
doesn't make a sound. Have you ever felt that your voice goes unheard? And you think that you can make a difference if only someone would just listen. It's time for women in business to have a place to step into your power. A platform to embrace your hopes, dreams, and your visions. A voice to heal and restore. Your voice can make a difference. We have the platform to share your story and let your voice be heard. Be kind to yourself. Give yourself the chance to be heard and shine bright. Contact New Dawn Media by texting CAFE to 80800. That's C-A-F-E to 80800. Cruise Planners, an American Express travel representative, has a tremendous reputation for quality, service, and very competitive pricing for all of your travel needs. As a Cruise Planners travel advisor, Paul Vadiano will help you discover exciting adventures around the world, from cruises to land tours and completely packaged vacations. Paul specializes in all types of travel and will create an unforgettable vacation, wedding, or event just for you. Find Paul at www.cruiseoptics.com, on Facebook, or by phone at 561 232 2626. We make your travel dreams come true. It's lunchtime and the Broken Cafe is open for business. Live from Studio A in the Heart of Delray Gallery, Dawn and Freddie S. And their team are ready to serve up a huge portion of fun for lunch with friends and neighbors. So let's break open that lunch pail and unwrap that sandwich you brought and take a front row seat in the Brooklyn Cafe and get ready to enjoy some humor and hot topics. It's time to get a healthy serving of hope and happiness to help your day go by with a smile. Your hosts, Dawn and Freddie S., are ready to talk about food, health, dating, or just plain dream making. If you have a story to share, a movie review, restaurant critique, or just a coincidental thing that happened to you, call in toll-free at 888-565-1470 right now. Sit back and enjoy your lunch break at the Brooklyn Cafe. Here are your hosts, Dawn and Freddie S. And welcome, welcome, welcome to part two, which follows part one. And if you missed part one... Rewind. I feel sorry for you. Rewind. Nothing happens. You just got to rewind to it when we finish. Rewind. Replay. Welcome to our Wine Tasting Tuesday. And yes, we also have Christina in the house from Jump Twist Ninja. Ninja. What? Yes? yes. Jump Twist. I got it right. Jump Twist Ninja. Say that after three bottles of wine tasting. I don't know I what you're talking you. about. You got to get a little closer to your microphone. We've had a great Tuesday already. And I have to give a big shout out to our crew from last night. Yes. Because we went on location to the new Hollywood studio for The Verdict TV. Jay and Janine were fabulous. At The Verdict Studio. At The Verdict Studio in Hollywood. They did a fantastic job. I heard. And, you know, you always say, do and ask forgiveness later. Christina Gambino, right? So, we did. And at 9 o'clock, they were ready for us to leave. And when I said, we've got one more show to do. The the sex talk. So, we stayed for one more show. I said, you can leave us the keys and we'll lock up. But they were gracious and they stayed. The numbers were phenomenal. Mama Ali hosted her own show. We did a show on 
the Broward Mental Health Summit, which is coming September 12th. Yes, we're going to have that gentleman, David, back. And he said he will get us anything we need. There'll be over 1,000 people and huge corporate sponsors. No, no, sponsors. we're looking for 2,000 people. I'm going to talk to Jen because we're going to bring We're going to have house. a booth. We're having a booth? An Ethernet power. We're going to do interviews oh, on the so floor. so we're going to do a big show then. We're going to do a whole thing is what we're going to do. And with the wonderful foursome behind me, we're going to need all the help we can get. And Dylan decided we should roll it out like we did the brain ball. He wants to bring the encoder. Dylan. Thank you very much, Nat. And let me tell you why Dylan wants to bring the encoder. Because, because he wants to move the cameras around. No, it's even better than that. Because Dylan was my navigator last night. We carpooled down to Hollywood. And I said, and why do you think the encoder is better than the remote mini? He says, in Dylan fashion, I can't turn it off as easily. Well, <laughs> that's a story that happened. We have three, five minutes to go Not before airtime. it's air better time. for production. It's no. just better for Dylan. Five minutes before airtime, right? Smiley sitting next to Dylan. And Dylan moves the computer and it shuts off. Everything. 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 I mean, we are in the dark. So I look at her face and she was like, oh, yeah. she was like, what do we do now? I told Dylan, you got three minutes to put it back together again. It's not just turning it on. You got to put everything back together, all the elements. And he did it. But it's going to be a great event. September 12th. They said they're doing a big kickoff 60 days in advance. I said, all right, that's on Friday. That's this Friday. Exactly. So they're doing an advance this Friday. And Kicking once again, Dawn comes to the rescue. It is what it is. I think it's a huge platform, and it's really, really important that we yes. address mental health okay. and oh, yes. all the resources that are available, and exercise is one of them. Wine may be another one. Support, we talked about it on 2020 Vision on our 12 o'clock hour about reaching out, making a call, and as Teddy says, you're worth it. Everyone, you are all worth it. Make that phone call. Get support, whatever it is you need, and if you can't find it, come here to the cafe and... We've got a lot of people to help you and support you and give you that hug if you need it. Well, you better get the Gambina on the phone. Because you don't. <laughs> give us a call, 888-565-1470. You can find us at 95.3 FM, 1470 AM, live streaming on Roku, Periscope, YouTube. The kids are putting together spots. Amazon Fire Not Stick. today, they're not. I, I know. That is because, <laughs> Becca, it is not Bond. It is Brown. Thank you, Sherry. Becca Brown of Modern 60s Wine Lounge is with us from Fort Lauderdale, right next to the Gateway Theater. And we've got Christina Gambino with Jumpstart Ninja Academy. Jump I'm dying to know Jump what that twist. is. Jump Twist. I can't ever get that name right. Jump Twist. Jump Start, Jump Twist, Ninja. I've changed your name three times. All right, Jump shut up Twist, Mike. Ninja shut Academy. All right, Jump so I want to know what she does. Christina, tell Freddie what you do, because he has no idea. I have no idea. <laughs> True. Hi. Welcome. Oh, how you me. doing? Uh, how you doing? How you doing? How you doing? He's I'm a little doing. nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen Freddie nervous. All you have to do is say her last name is Gambino, and he goes, uh, okay. <laughs> well, we're from New York. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So tell me, what is it that you do? So Jump Twist Ninja Academy is my most recent business. It is here in Boca Raton. Or I think we're in Delray, but we're here locally. In Florida. Yes, in Florida. And I provide classes for kids, adults, birthday parties, corporate events. And if you've ever seen the show American Ninja Warrior on NBC, it's basically mimicking a lot of those obstacles oh that you see on TV. So if you ever were wondering, like, I think I could do that, then you could come and try it out at my gym. But if you're ever thinking, I think I could do that, Christina did it. Well, you were on the show? Yes. This year was my third time actually competing on the show. How'd so you do? This year wasn't my best. I opened the gym like a week before and I like hadn't slept and I had bronchitis and those so what, are all excuses. But, but why would you go? I didn't I know I shouldn't have, but when NBC calls you, you don't say no. So they call you to come back? 
Yeah. Really? Three times? Yes. What's it like to train for that? It's something, don't laugh. I really always wanted to you train do to it. do. I know. <laughs> I really want to do that. I'm Have old. you ever watched the show? Yes. Really? The whole thing? Not just, oh, okay, and change. Yes, and you know what? When you're small and mighty, you've got the power to do well, it. she's small and mighty, too. But I'm going to tell you, it's I'm a hustle. Small, but I want to be mighty. Have you ever seen the show? You ever seen the show? It's amazing. It's it, amazing. It's a scary and show. it's also an endurance test. Endurance. you got to have a little bit of luck because you jump and that thing ain't coming, you're done. I mean, yeah. you could have been the best athlete yeah. in the world. Well, the first time you went, did you train? Did you call them? I applied. I thought that I'd be great at it just because I did gymnastics for 20 years. So I was like, oh, I could do this. So I trained for eight months just like in a regular gym. Not, I didn't touch one obstacle. I just thought in I a regular to get, gym. Yeah, I just was like doing pull-ups and climbing ropes. How many pull-ups push can you ups. do? Right now, I mean, off the couch, maybe like ten to twelve. But yeah, that's pretty good. I couldn't um, even do one. Like not training. Zero. I just did with my fiance the other day. We were walking in the park, and I just ate like this massive meal, and I there was like a a little like top to a fence, and I was like, I kind of just want to see how many pull-ups I could do, just because I haven't trained in so many months. And I got up there and I did 10, like, easily. Really? Which is crazy because I haven't trained, so. I think jumping from the rings to the rings and balancing, I think it's the coolest thing to do. You should and look at a tape and let's mimic everything on there and let's see how long it takes you to do it. But Just you know, come to the gym. I can go to the, the gym and do it. Oh, everything's the same? Yeah, I have the official warped wall. It's 14 and a half feet tall. But we also have an 8-foot wall, 10-foot wall, 12-foot cutout, and we made a 16-foot warped wall for all the crazy people out there. I'm going to, this is my workout. Teddy. <laughs> I know Teddy wants in. Teddy, oh, Teddy, yeah. Teddy, don't listen to Dawn. It's really Trust something me. I always wanted to do. That's and, a tough And game. you know what amazed me is what? I think I was watching American Ninja Warrior, and then they did this cutaway that you had the gym in Boca. Yeah. And I'm thinking, no way. Really? Like, how is this even possible? Because I don't watch TV. So it was just so serendipitous that there you are, a new gym in Boca. Here you are on Facebook, and you opened, what, a month ago, two months April ago? April 1st. So have you, the response has been positive, it's, training for this thing? Oh, my gosh. Like Everybody wants to be a Ninja Warrior. It's insane. The Kids come in with their American Ninja Warrior shirts, and they're like, I'm a ninja. And, like, and do they compete? Do they do we it? Have, we hosted a competition already. And How'd that go? It went so well. We had 13 competitors from American Ninja Warrior come out. We sold spectator tickets. We had like wow. a whole... I made wow. it really like legitimate with lights, LEDs. We turned the lights off, and we had an MC, and we were just... It was so exciting, and I made the course crazy. Like, I made high-flying obstacles. How long is your building? It's got to be huge. It's 7,000 square feet. And that's why. Yeah. <laughs> you ever watch this show? You guys ever watch the show? Yeah. And you I have. thought it was... Well, I know you have. I thought it was just for kids, and I thought, wow, that's great. And she says, no. So for what kids. are the ages? We actually have a baby ninja program, so oh, six months that? is where you start. Six months? <laughs> I want to put baby Joey in. Yeah. Gino, Joey. baby Joey. Yeah, Joey doesn't even walk yet. <laughs> six How months. How do have a six-month ninja program? We do. I mean, if you think about gymnastics, they have, like, the mommy and me and the baby, so it's basically movement education. It's just getting them familiar with crawling, walking, very little, like, hanging a little right. bit. And then we have our preschool ninja program. That's interesting. Ages like two to five. And we have our little ninja program, six to eight. Junior ninja program, nine to 12. Teen ninja, 13 to 15. How many people you have working for you? Right now, like 13 people. I can see that. Yeah. 
Can you imagine having a shirt that says, I'm a baby ninja? How freaking cute would that be? You want me to get your shirt that says, you're a baby ninja? I'm not a baby ninja, but... Okay, the challenge is on. You open Pandora's box. I need a crew. I need a camera crew. I need you going up there and doing the deal. Christina has to try. I need to get trained first. Okay, well, that's on you. I need to go to Christina and get trained. I talk to you. And then... And then you're going to do it. And then I'm going to do it. And then if you get through this obstacle... Then we will write to NBC if they put your shit to come No, in. she can do it. I have a warrior woman class every, oh, yeah. every I mean, Wednesday night. Jen? And <laughs> Jen, are you guys should come. Warrior Jen, woman? Jen is hanging with me. We're going to be the I'll, judges. I'll, I will be there to will support you. Will you do a warrior you woman too. class with me? I will, I will try. No, she's I not. I will do it. That, that, she, did, she did no, pound with I me. I did pound with Dawn. Really? Yeah. We went pound and pour. We pounded and then oh, here you go, Barbara. And then we had the pour. And then we had yeah, a nice try. I would love to see that. We're we gonna, could do women we'll warrior. Wait, women I'll do warrior a class. and wine. Well, she didn't say anything about wine. But she, this way we can mix. You don't understand the I concept. I can make that happen. We can mix Becca in okay. with Christina okay. and network and work out at the same time. This is not the concept. It's a gym of sweat, not of wine. <laughs> You could do the one all you want later. Women, warrior, wine. I'm gonna have to start now training at my house. You see what <laughs> you see what you got to deal with. Good luck with that. I think it's a spectacular idea, and it's right here in Boca. You're off of Congress, and it's your between Costco, like yeah, it's right north of Con. Uh, Dawn is gonna make the women's club. They're gonna be drinking wine and watching everybody. I just want to know who is in with me on the women's warrior club. 888-565-1470. I think Joe is on the board. So say, hey Joe, you guys in? I've never seen so much love on our board right now. I think that we should go to the gym and then everybody goes home and showers and then we all make it for happy hour at the lovely apartment. Perfect. Well, you could do that. It's That'll a perfect work. plan. That's if they can get out a bit. Oh, oh, oh. I'm dying. I, think, so tell me about I need the a women. crew. Hector, we need to put a crew together. Tell me about the women's warrior class. Yeah, it's a warrior woman. It's not as crazy as it sounds. Everyone from all different backgrounds, strengths and weaknesses come in. We've had people come in who've survived breast cancer and had like multiple surgeries and they're like, I don't know why I'm here, but I'm here. They're like, I can't hang, I can't really run, swing, jump, but I'm here. And I love that because that's the essence of being a warrior. It's not letting life circumstances tell you what to do with your life. And so I designed the courses based on the people in my gym. So if someone comes in and they're like an elite athlete, and I'm gonna make it a little bit harder for them. If someone comes in straight out of surgery, I'm gonna keep them to like a balance obstacle and something a little bit slower moving. So there is something for everyone, and people keep coming back. We do free trial classes, and I wanna say like 95% of the people who come for a free trial wind up signing up, because they just Just saying love you're it. a ninja is yeah. cool in <laughs> itself. A warrior woman ninja, really? How cool is that? You're so not there. <laughs> I'm there. You're I, there you know, like in mousetrap heaven with me. No, you see, the thing that I know about Dawn that you haven't learned yet. Is he's going to be coming with me. Is that you see that cable and that light? If I don't watch her, <laughs> she will be wearing it. A camera, she trips. She trips on a nut in the street. Not one day, not two days, same nut. Three days later, I had to throw it in the parking lot because she kept tripping a over. warrior woman. We're going to go on a remote there. I can see you doing this. <laughs> I'm going to take heavy insurance out on I you. I just want you to know, we have two remotes already scheduled sitting right here at the cafe. We're going to go to Modern 60s Wine Lounge. We're going to go you to... You are wound up. I can't, I wanna, I'm all in. I am all in to watch you do this. <laughs> I know, because it's right in our community. There are so many great resources right here in our neighborhood. It takes a New Yorker to come up with this yeah. idea. Man. I'm <laughs> right? going to tell you. You talk about a side hustle. This is maxed out. Maxed out because not only has she competed once, twice, three times, she's kicking it. 
and letting everybody else get a taste of this thing. And she's in Florida. She's in Florida. Which is hot as hell outside. And she's got from babies to 90. You've got from babies all the way up. Yeah. And she's learning. You know what I was thinking? Kids learn to learn how to walk correctly. You know, when kids lean forward, that's not walking correctly. I'm just saying. But I can see a whole lot of different options. Rowan, I think, you, you know, Pop-Up, you got Everybody. a few kids to put in. Well, they got parents. <laughs> I, I, got, I got drinking to do. Dawn, don't, don't blow my day. <laughs> Tell us I'm where you're I'm sweating already thinking about you doing all this. There she goes. <laughs> oh, no, we did not know, Stephanie, that Christina's fiancé is in the UFC. <laughs> so please share. She... <laughs> Ah, you see, you leave out out so many things. What is your fiancé? Please tell us about your fiancé. My fiancé is Jared Flash Gordon. If you're watching, I love you and I miss you. I just left him last night in Milwaukee. Um, He trains, he's been training for like 13 years plus. He's an unbelievable UFC fighter with a massive message to share with the world and talk about a warrior. He's overcome more than anyone that I know and he's still fighting and... You could watch him. He just fought last weekend in Minnesota, and he had an amazing post-fight interview that's gone viral. So Jared Flash Gordon, look it up. Go to his website. And Has he done the? Uh, the ninja he thing? he comes to the gym. He helped me open Has he the done gym. That and piece he, yeah, he's amazing. I'm yes, like, man. he needs to learn a little bit more like swinging technique. But aside from that, she's a gymnast. He she can, can say do that. like swinging. anything. I mean, he got up the 14 and a half foot wall. In the first few tries, which took me two years to get. I don't so think I, I could get up that wall. You can. You're small. You're like a roach. Small and mighty. Yeah. There's going to be an advantage Super, to being You're five like a roach with muscles. Don't worry about it. There's going to be that advantage to being closer to the ground. That's right. And you're going to be on like the Like Mighty Mouse. How are you not, roach. Freddie, how are you not a greeting card writer? You're small like a roach. Happy Valentine's Day. Roach with muscles. You can like scamper that. up a wall. <laughs> I don't know how you're not writing for Hallmark this at is all. A, this is a life experience. When I was in Puerto Rico. I had a lot of those around me. Let me tell you. Yeah, Paul Mark, you care enough to send the very best. Call Freddie. Yes, right. (laughs) I got another question. You have a background in gymnastics. Tell me what that was about. I started gymnastics when I was two years old. My sister, I have two sisters, and they wanted to be in it, and so I was like the the little one that my mom just threw in, and I wound up taking it all the way to college and being a Division One athlete. When everyone else kind of quit, it just was like for me. Division One. No joke. And how good were you? I mean, I think that my work ethic and mixed with my natural talent. Did you try for the Olympics? I did not. When I was 12 years old, I was training to be an elite gymnast, and then my father passed away. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. And I couldn't do it anymore. I had visions. You would have been. You would have been I in mean, the Olympics. Who knows? No, it I, I can see the it. way it was supposed to pan out, but I would be in the middle of like a flip, and I would think that I saw him leaning up against the wall, like the way he was all, you know, Mr. Gambino. And I would, I ran out of the gym crying one day, and I, because I, it hurt too much to think about him, and I threw out my grips, my leotards, and wow. I said, I'm never going back. And that was when I was 12. And then when I was 18, I was like, I miss gymnastics. So I took six years off and decided I'm just going to do gymnastics again. Can you still do gymnastics. it? Yeah. I'm like, I'm like the show monkey for all my friends. They're like, do a flip. And I just like backflip. I love it. I just did do it the flip. other day for one of Jared's friends. And, really? I can you see know. You can see it. It's in her. You can see it. To absolutely see it. Tell us where you're located. Uh, we're on Congress, 518 Northwest 77th Street. And your phone number? Florida. 
Jumptwistninja.com. Come in for a free trial class. We I do birthday parties, corporate events. If you want to do team building, bring your whole corporation in here, and we definitely <laughs> will get you guys. <laughs> They're in team building. You're, you're going to be in for 15. The guy, we're team all, building. We're, Hector and I will be with cameras watching. No, we're audience. gonna go do a team building exercise. Yeah, we're gonna build. I already show you what I'm doing. There you go. We're going. A team. Do you remember we're we going. did the? I'm going there first, and then I'll meet you there. We're gonna, <laughs> I yeah, think we, it's a we great team idea. Build as well. There you go. <laughs> Jen, you're coming. I'll come. Absolutely. Warrior you know, women wine. You know, we have a party bus, <laughs> so you and I will take the party bus. Perfect. And we'll get there. It's perfect. And don't worry, you don't have to shower between the workout and the wine. You really don't. At 21, maybe, but in be, at, once you're at my age, you just, it's all Listen, good doing. God it. created mint and you put it in your nose. You, can, you, do, <laughs> you never have to take a shower again. Let's go to commercial break. Give us a call right in if you want. 888-565-1470. More to come with Jumps Twist Ninja Academy and Becca Brown, Modern 60s Wine Lounge. We'll be right back. At Carmen Care Advanced Laser Therapy, our professional team specializes in finding the best alternative laser therapy treatments for your painful conditions. Do you suffer with chronic pain, a post-traumatic injury, or simply looking for the benefits of cell rejuvenation to the skin? Schedule a consultation today to understand how photobiomodulation can help reduce your symptoms, reduce or even eliminate pain. Give us a call today, 561 405 9577. We focus on treating you who has a disease, not a disease that defines who you are. Contact Carmen Care Laser Therapy today, 561 405 9577 or CarmenCareLaser.com. Sexy, seductive, and beautiful. Looking for a professional and talented photographer? Danielle Bujan specializes in capturing flirtatious and tasteful images for yourself or your partner. Located in South Florida, Danielle really knows how to bring out your inner beauty on a shoot. Visit her website at www.daniellebuljan.com or call her at 561-305-2241 to capture your most desirable moments. Farrow Law Firm, standing up to corporate bullies, using innovative, aggressive, and effective strategies to resolve disputes effectively and timely. Contact us at 954-252-9818, online at farrowlawfirm.com, and on Facebook at Farrow Law Firm. We look forward to being of service to you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for watching the Brooklyn Cafe, where every day is a new adventure. If you'd like to join Dawn and Freddie S. at the cafe, give them a call at 888-565-1470, toll free. Come on in for a cup of coffee or call to share a thought for the day and get all the information you need to help your business grow. Don't forget, sharing is caring, and to like this video, let's reopen the cafe doors now. Back to Dawn and Freddie S. And we're back. And we are back at the Brooklyn Hilarious Cafe. Hilarious, I tell TV you. on Wine Tasting Tuesday. Steve-O is back in the house. He says, hey, family. Steve-O, I thought you were coming today. 
I guess Tuesday means Thursday. I will see you Thursday. Where? Where? We're going to be at Wyndham Deerfield Beach. Yeah, so Cafe what's going Med. on? Cafe Med, Wyndham Deerfield Beach. We're also having a watermelon stand there. Watermelons for water safety. Is that official? I spoke to Audrey today, and she said, clogs out, but just do it. It's to benefit Live Like Jake, all proceeds from this watermelon stand, which is like a lemonade stand. And if you want to create one or your kids want to create a watermelon stand, proceeds go back to Live Like Jake, which is to help give scholarships for children and families that have been affected by drowning, whether they have drowned and there was a sibling that they want to teach water safety to, whether they just had an incident in the water, they did not drown, and they need water safety skills. If none of that happened and you just can't afford it and you want your child to have swim safety lessons, yes. you can contact them at I. SR infant swim resources but all proceeds of the watermelon stands from the Wyndham Hotel on Thursday it's a lot of W's talk about warrior women <laughs> watermelons water safety and wine oh and it's only Tuesday <laughs> all the proceeds go back to live like Jake for their scholarship so for more information come join us at the Wyndham or you can go to live like Jake at gmail.com live like Jake.com and all donations are tax exempt and we can get you that information you know I just spoke to Audra she said tell me about it and I'll let you know who could say no when I tell them I what Blake Jake to, is? How did she get in touch with her? I needed to talk to her. I called her. Yeah, well, you got to give me that number. She answered the phone. Oh, God. And that was that. Now, we also met last night a gentleman that has a restaurant down. Yes, Kelly's. At Kelly's. We're going Kelly's to be there Pub. next Thursday. Kelly's We're Irish Pub in Fort Lauderdale. Let me tell you, I met my Harry Anthony, my, my, uh, my nephew, my son's son, my brother's son. I met him there. I didn't know that that was his place. It's on Oakland and Federal. We're it going to be there packed. next you ever Thursday. Been to uh, Kelly's? Mm -mm. I've never been there. And I think it's down the street from you on Oakland and Federal, yeah, right? Very close. So we're going to do something with you. If we're going to go down there, we might as well do something to parade the whole. We should do day at Kelly's next Thursday, and, and then our nighttime show. We should go to the modern '60s wine lounge. You it is right down the street. Genuine. Well, there's, there's a genuine show. That's my show. You got to come. You got to be. Night. In. Yeah, that's you could be saying. in all day. By the time you go, we can do. You be like D Martin. We can do day and then night. You guys down in the street. all day next Thursday. Talk about party busing. Hector, you're gonna be in. Cruising down. Next, Hector. Next Hector. Thursday, Hector. What Thursday? <laughs> next Thursday. Yes. He says yes, Say but yes. I think that'll be spectacular. So this Thursday we're at the Wyndham Deerfield Beach at Cafe Med from 12 until 2. Next Thursday, we're at Kelly's Irish Pub. And what are we Oakland doing on Federal. Tuesday of next week? I don't know yet. I thought we were going to West Palm Beach. Where are we going? That lady's closet clothing thing. Can't, well, have you talked to Carrie No, she said she was closing on a Boynton, the whole street. I have not confirmed or denied that. I don't know. We've had a lot of remotes to do, is all I can tell well, you. Let's get it done. But I let's also go. know that Becca has to get back to open the wine bar, and we've right. got one more bottle to taste. This, let's and bring Becca up. I love this speed. name. This is just Frank. One more red. So no, but hold red. on. Before you go there, Becca, give us the information of your place, because we are on the different hour. Right. One, uh, Modern 60s Wine Lounge, 1828 East Sunrise Boulevard, right next to the Gateway Theater. Uh, faces Sunrise. It's about a, about a half mile from the beach. We open at 4. Where our hours are during the week are Tuesday through through Sunday, and I stay as late as you're there. And if you leave, I leave. Tuesday Holy through smokes. Sunday. You're right across the street or next door to Gateway. I'm right next to them. I lived on 12th Street. Yes. Right there by the mall. You should have been there in front more. of the red. You weren't. How long have you been there? Well, the bar's been there five years. I've oh, had this, it I'm two. going back to 15 years. Oh no. She's been there two years. Oh. Oh, I know exactly where she is. That's where I am. It's all right. You're right next to Burger Fry, too. Yeah. <laughs> 59 minutes. That's pretty good. I couldn't remember. Gate. I saw one movie at the Gateway. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gateway's a pretty neat retro theater built, I think it was 1951. I think that's a circa the age of my building, too, based on plumbing and electric. <laughs> just, just a wild guess. They have a squirrel in the back that runs on a wheel. Yes, you're telling squirrel me. Squirrel shiny things. Yeah, you don't, you, if you don't keep them in uh, kibble, you're in trouble. Is there parking down there? Now? There is. There's parking on the street that's metered that's free after six. And then there's two lots behind, and then the Gateway Plaza next door. So there's tons of parking okay, that's good, free. Good, good, good. So good. That's, a, that's an easy one. Modern 60s Wine Lounge. I just love, even the private labels you have are amazing. We've got Socket to Me Cabernet. We've got uh, Groovy Rosé and Shag and Chardonnay. I love the Shag and These Chardonnay. These are all uh, like wines that. that are from Molly Valley, Chile. So they're not, you know, they're not off the back of someone's bus somewhere. They're quality <laughs> wines made in, made in Chile. That are a private label for the for the bar, and, and then I've got to... about eighty six other wines of different varietals and blends to choose from, and food. Do you mix your own wine blends, or is this something a company sending you? Do you taste it? Those say... are those are varietals, so they're all the Chardonnay, the Rosé is Merlot, and the and the Cabernet is Cabernet, hundred percent. There's nothing else in them. Uh, when you get a blend like this, this is perfect entree into this. This is an Australian wine from uh, Di Giorgio Winery. Frank DiGiorgio is the, the blend maker on this. It's Merlot, Cabernet, and Syrah. Typical Australian, they always say, you know, no matter what it is, it's got to have Syrah. It's sort of like if you're Filipino, no matter what it is, it's got to have rice. Yeah. So it's got to have Syrah in it. So it's a much bolder, bigger than the uh, Don Bernardino uh, Hoven. And, but, the, but the story behind Frank, the reason I brought Frank today is that Frank was my dad's name. And uh, anybody in the family or anybody outside the family that knew my dad knew that he was quite a character. He was uh, guaranteed to equally offend everyone at every family event, um, sometimes more than once, in in a loving and fun and very quirky way. So... We have lots of Frankisms and lots of things we say about my dad, Frank. Uh, he's been gone two years now. But when this came in with Frank on the label, I do fun things with the bottles of Frank. I pile them up in the window. I pile them up on the sofa. I send them, uh, the, the girls over at, at one of the local fine dining restaurants love Frank. And so we take pictures of Frank with beautiful, beautiful women all over that come into the lounge and I put post things on Instagram like uh, Frank's going home with the blondes tonight, and tomorrow night's it'll be Thursdays are the brunettes, and we do we just do fun things with the bottle and it's special. And every time I say somebody, do you want a glass of Frank? I, I crack up. Fun with Frank, as my whole family does too. They think it's hysterical. I mean, Frank in the piano, Frank out of the piano, Frank hanging from the awning. He's been everywhere. Christina, your dad's name wasn't Frank, was it? No. Because if you okay, tell good. me it's Frank, I'm Jen, I'm like relieved. out. Oh yeah, that right. That would be yeah. enough. Yes, it would. It could be. have been. It's like fun with Freddie. No, no, we're talking about Frank. Fun with Frank. <laughs> we're, 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 we're raising our glasses. So what to you're Frank. gonna what you're gonna see with this is a much bolder, much bigger, a little more uh, a little more raw, a little less refined than the than the Hoven. Oh, I did the Hoven. I like the Hoven. Okay. Did you like the red Hoven? <laughs> I love the this red. Is Hoven. Are you coming over here? We need to find you a glass. Okay. She says, Christine, you want a matcha cookie? No, thank you. No, okay. You want to? I know Hector. She doesn't drink, so I'm offering her your cookies because everyone should share. Well, you want some make water? cookies. Want Look water? at the color of this. This is much yeah, deeper yeah. than the red of the Hoven. Holy smokes! Well, this Frank is... DiGiorgio, it's his winery, and he Frank named, this, he named this wine after himself, so he's pretty proud of it. What did you say? Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Again, a hallmark card in the making. Everybody's got to have Frank. Every every word. Wow! You like that? Holy smokies! It's a big one. 
It's a big one. Wow. As they say. <laughs> as they say. You oh, left wow. us speechless, Freddie. Listen, here's good? the. How, how, what about raising a glass? What about the Frank? Here's to Frank. Maybe. Maybe, maybe I think I have a better test. Forever. Better test. Here's to dads. Yes. To, oh, there you Absolutely. Go. Dads yes. in their memories. Yes. There you go. How there about that? I feel bad. I can't. Cheers. Uh, cheers. <laughs> Here, you can have an empty bottle. It's full. You just don't have to drink it. We're just going to give her the bottle. There you go. Here's to dads in general, and may their memory continue. Absolutely. You like that? I like that. Nice and bold. This is delicious. Yeah, so it's good. I I brought things that you got different flavors, different wine profiles, different varietals, and it kind of exposes you to a lot of different things across the board. You left the best for last. I tried to. This is delicious. Holy smokes. Glad you enjoy it. You like those legs, Lisa? Lisa's been 21 for about five days. How's that going for you? Uh, 10 days. She's been drunk 10 days. I put a dog foot. You passed that? Didn't you just turn 21 on like last Saturday? Oh, that was Steph. Sorry. I'm sorry. That was Steph who's been 21 for about 10 days. Now, do you know September 5th? Do you know what happens if you call in on September 5th and you say it is Teddy's birthday? You will win a bag of coffee. And do you know September 14th is... Lisa Smiley's birthday. Is it your birthday again? We just had your birthday. No, we just had Steph's birthday. How do you have two birthdays in one year? Oh, Arizona and your birthday. And what was yours? The 14th? And when is yours? April 1st. April Fool's Day. And there you have it. I've never seen so much love. Like Rowan. You know what I have to tell you? No, he's May 1st. I mean, like Jojo, Joey. Okay, is he April April 1st? 1st? Okay, there you have it. I have to tell you, Becca, nothing. I've never seen this crew. So happy and loving together see, as what you have done being on set with thing. them. Isn't it a beautiful thing? It truly is. Is wine a beautiful thing? Yeah, yeah, when it first opens or when I have an event right at the beginning of the event, a speed dating event. I've got one next week because I have to get with you on the Speed dating or wine? Seriously, I have to be at that already. Decided. So when everybody first gets in there, it's very tense and, and nobody's talking and it's really quiet. I well, get, a, get a couple of glasses of wine down and they're like, I would they love, love to cover that event. I want to just go. I'm no. married, so but I still want to do speed. Go, go and observe. And it really, observe. Is, it's a, I have it's a, a I have, I have a gift for you that you say I'm there. I got a gift for you. You ain't going nowhere. I tried to take them the other day. You're Did in. You? Yeah. Don't because they have fingerprint proof on them. I find out who take them. That's right. I, I, could, I could do a workaround. For we that. need to ask Jen what's happening with Moby Pop because before these ladies leave, they need to get filled in. Moby Pop is launching any day. Any Thursday. Day. No, no, not any day. We said Thursday. We're, we're, we're working. On, I have. We're working on it. It's we're waiting for the trademarking and my attorney. I was with my attorney today and uh, he's working on it. I will trademark it. I guarantee. And Moby Pop is Moby Pop, who doesn't know, it's a digital marketing company that utilizes a virtual digital card that when you give a short code gets plopped right on people's phone. And you can put anything you want on the card. You can do videos. You can do the video of when you were on American Ninja Warrior. You could do videos of your your place. You could have people see your menu. They could, you know, buy wine right through it. We stream videos on it. And it's all done through a short code. So when I say to people, go to your text function, and the number is 80800, text WIN, W-I-N, everybody gets my card. It has my click to call, click to text. And now I don't have to say, here's my number, here's my website, here's my Facebook. It's one platform, everything's streamlined right there. You know, yesterday we did a shoot. There were three shows out there, and everybody was asking me for my business card. I don't have them anymore. Oh, yeah, we're going to set you up because I... 
we we're, need we're to, doing that like today yeah, because I'm I was like don't give me your card I, I, it's true and I kept giving out cards and more cards and I'm yeah. thinking I really need I my Mobipop I don't have anymore I gave up on the cards well we part of the Mobipop process is you get a moving billboard so on the back of your card there's a call to action with your keyword so you, we make these window clings and it'll be like you know uh Want to be a warrior? And it would have a picture of the phone and the 80800, and then it could say warrior, whatever you'd like it to say. And now your billboard is movable. Static billboards that just sit, that people go by, nobody's reading those. And 98% of the people that see these moving billboards do the call to action. And mm-hmm. when people do that, text warrior to 80800, if you know that were a thing, they would get your card and you would find out who they were and now you have inbound lead generation. So we're putting an end basically to cold calling because these are qualified clients that were already interested in you. See, like she it. knows something about computers. Yeah, I like it. And she was She's my high school around. teacher. <laughs> no, they had two about computers. Same school. <laughs> yeah, we Same. missed you on the first hour. We were talking about the factual content of the Holocaust and apparently Dylan was texting you yesterday. Oh, yeah, we talked yesterday. That's what he was telling yeah. me. And mm-hmm. I said, she replied, and he says, and I realized, you know, Jen G, the history teacher that you are, mm-hmm. again, keeps coming back. Yes, I used to be a history teacher. Now, do you have a picture that you took, like a poster of uh, being on shows, uh, like the Ninja Warrior poster, a picture of you? Do you have one of those? Yeah, I have two of them, actually, on my Instagram, if you want to but pull it up. I, no, I don't want to pull printed. it up. I, I they're, want, I want, they're printed in my gym. You want her to sign it and I have want, it hanging here? You're like way ahead a real of me. celebrity? I do. I, I think it'll be really cool. a great cool. idea. I think uh, the reason I want to do it is because then you have a call to action when it comes to anything in that message. Mm-hmm. And, of course, it delivers the message. But I was telling Dawn I wanted to do rafters. I wanted to have... <laughs> yes, you she did. She thinks I'm crazy. But I think it'll be really cool if she signs it. Are you ever going to a restaurant and people sign pictures? Well, I was like thinking of a dry cleaners where you had a bunch hanging there and you just hit the remote and they just kind of flipped around. Yeah, thanks for giving those ideas to get back on. Well, then I can go around. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I could do yeah. that too. I got the rod. Uh-huh. There you have it. But I think it would like be really cool cleaner. if you have one of those, we can sort of make a poster out of it and you can sign it and, uh, and then we can have a competition. You know, like we get a couple of tires out in the parking lot and let's see who could drag it for, run with the thing on their back for 100 yards. He's got all these great ideas, but I guarantee you he will not partake in the fun festivities. Well, somebody's got to keep score, though. You you just do not partake in these fun facts. I know. The last time I participated, I fractured this. I had that broken and my ankle disappeared. No, I need them all. (laughs) Yeah, what's up with that? It's you hurting me. What's up with that? We had these electric bikes. And I'm watching her and says, make sure she doesn't fall, right? So I get on this thing, and they're lapping me. And so I turn it on high on a turn, and I stopped. And the thing went, dunga, 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 dunga. Over the hedges. It was like a bad movie. And it fractured that bad boy, which still hurts me. Um, yeah, because you never went to the doctor. Yeah. Puts a spit on <laughs> Coming in for some lunch? We still have lunch left over, actually, from yesterday. Look who's here is the artist known as Donna Van Buren. To charge her creative juices, there is lunch. Donna, you've never been on the show. I don't remember you on the show. (laughs) Not this show. (laughs) Whose show were you on, Donna? Not this show. She's been on a lot of shows. Have you been on this one? Art Walk. Art Walk, she's been on our show. That's the wine talking. There you have it. Uh, Rebecca, before you leave, tell us again, and we're going to go to commercial break, how people can find Modern 60s Wine Lounge. Modern 60s Wine Lounge. I have a Facebook page. I have a website, and I post to Instagram, 1828 East Sunrise Boulevard, 
next to the Gateway Theater in Fort Lauderdale. We open at 4. Hope to see you there today. So we're going to go down there next Thursday? A week from Thursday? We're going to figure it out. But yeah. we're definitely going to have to do a remote down there. I love the concept, I the idea. And food pairing with the wine. Wine comes first. Yes, always. All right, stay always. tuned. We're going to go to a commercial break. Thank you so much. I, I can't even tell you which is my favorite. Maybe it was the toaster friend. Really? I think so. Oh, or the Hoven. Well, you got to keep drinking till you find it. 888-565-1470. Christina, staying with us? She's like, yeah, stay tuned. Where else am I going? Right back. There you go. Pleasure. Let's all welcome a new sponsor to the show. It's Amp2TV, the first and only internet production company that's truly plugged in. When you're looking for a full-service internet TV radio production company, discover Amp2TV a full-service production company that can provide all streaming videos in studio or remotely. They offer web page development, and they use all the latest platforms to help make all your business selling points more powerful. They can do remotes or live radio streaming as well as tape productions for social media platforms and television. Amp2TV can handle all of your television needs, including closed caption for a perfect on-air telecast. Choose from a variety of creative TV and radio packages or visit one of their many studios to get your creative juices flowing. Come and see why Amp2TV works with many major companies, including Comcast, Bravo, and Fox 29, as well as individuals and businesses of all types and sizes. To see samples of their work or to find out more, visit their website at amp2.tv. That's A M P. The number two dot TV or call them at 866-224-5422. Feel free to call for a quote or just a consult of how to put your business on a social media platform or radio platform or just doing a show that is covered by all platforms. Call 866-224-5422 and make an appointment. That's 866-224-5422. Do you want to enhance your love life with flowers? Rejuvenate love, life, health with flowers from Blossom Moments? Weekly deliveries to your home, your business, hospital, or even senior centers. Give us a call at 561-951-6343. Blossom Moments could also coordinate your wedding or event. Contact Blossom Moments at bmgevents.net. For all of your floral, event needs, large or small, call Blossom Moments. 561-951-6343. And we look forward to hearing from you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for watching the Brooklyn Cafe, where every day is a new adventure. If you'd like to join Dawn and Freddie S. at the cafe, give them a call at 888-565-1470, toll-free. Come on in for a cup of coffee or call to share a thought for the day and get all the information you need to help your business grow. Don't forget, sharing is caring, and to like this video, let's reopen the cafe doors now. Back to Dawn and Freddie S. And we're back. You caught me here with my pants. Chris and Jean are in the house. Our next show coming uh -oh. up at 2.30. Hemp Boca in the house. 
Yeah, Chris, you, we cut you off before you start because you have a show to do. So we're keeping this clean for you. Christine has stayed with us. We have Christina Gambino from Jump Twist Ninja Academy. That's right. That's what you heard. We're going to do Warrior Women Wednesday. I got that also. God help us all. Can we do it on a Wednesday? It is Wednesday nights, actually. There you go. Of course, Even it, is. Of course it is. <laughs> of course it is. Warrior Women Wednesdays. Go to the Ninja Academy. I just think the baby ninja idea is fantastic. I think it's, it's great stuff. Listen, again, congratulations to the women's soccer team today. It's the yes. Day of Women. Mm-hmm. And the you haven't not time. mentioned Coco Groff. She's gonna win. She's gonna win it. She lost yesterday. And she would have won it. <laughs> <laughs> she did. She did lose, huh? But homegrown yeah. in Delray Beach. And she went all the way to the top, and she came in second, which is not a bad deal. It's amazing. I mean, you talk about all the foundations, roots and wings, and how Miracle do you know League. she lost? You watched it. Dylan told me. Dylan, you sure it was yesterday? Yes, yeah. it was. Just Dylan was my fact checker. He was my navigator last you night. Yesterday When we came home, he's making coffee for Christina. Wasn't it raining yesterday? Uh, in Wimbledon? Probably. He doesn't know. It was raining here in yesterday. But she's 15 no, years old, right from our hometown. You talk about what Gotta goes on in our community. Her. We're going to bring her on our show. Dylan's working on that. He's reaching out to Coach Cadell because Julia from Miracle League, Palm Beach County, knows her. And Roots and Wings, Ted Hodgkinson knows her. So we're going to see if we can pull a little... People are writing to me asking, why don't we do a, a, a contest in... Um, not the... Uh, not Jumpstart Ninja Academy? No, not in that. Not in that gives me a I got it right once. Jump no, they're twist. asking about, about the other thing you did when you were in college and you stopped. Gymnastics? Gymnastics. <laughs> Sounds like. Sounds like. They want to know why don't crazy. we do a gymnastics contest? Yeah, I mean, we have a tumble track in the gym. You, you have, have that Yeah. It's an air track. It's 20 feet long, and we also have a trampoline. Do you still teach people to do gymnastics? Gymnastics is a huge foundation of being a ninja so I do like to teach handstands and forward rolls and you know backflips and front you flips. still do all that stuff you were talking I about I right? do yeah and Can this is imagine? just one of her businesses so when I spoke to her the women in business thing was like bing here we are well, she has more than one business yeah well, where else are you doing I started my first company in 2010 that's where Jump Twist came from it's Jump Twist Music so I provide music for gymnastics cheerleading and kids music dancing instructional and then I do choreography, so I'm still doing that. Wow. It's music and choreography. That's a huge industry, specifically the cheer industry. Competitive cheerleading is like... Yes. Yeah. Making a cheer routine will make you like second guess I used your to do existence. them all the time. <laughs> I, don't like, I, I don't understand. It's, it's a fa- I was a varsity cheer coach for a very competitive... Oh, yeah. Well, then I want to ask you a question. It's really hard. When they do those pyramids, right, and you have the four or three girls on the they bottom... They don't do those anymore. Did they stop doing that? Yeah, like... Decades ago. No, that's not true. I was watching the college pros. They were doing it. They, they're standing up, though. Yeah. And they're holding each they're other lips. by the wrist. Right. Yeah. yeah. You get a flyer. Really? Yeah. You put a flyer in the air, and then you start to build the pyramid. Well, you got face, people your on back. your shoulders. Yeah. That's ridiculous. I used to yeah. be a flyer. I was a college student. Right. I would love to be a flyer, too. Yeah. I would hate to be at the yeah. bottom of this thing. Yeah. She's a flyer. Yeah, we know. She's still flying. Yeah. yeah. She's a that's, what that's what they're called, flyers. Hey, you want to fly a little further? <laughs> yeah. But she does the music, the choreography. That's really hard. For gymnastics. Yeah. yeah. What's cool is, uh, you know, I started it just me in a um, basement apartment in Manhattan. I was still in college. And... I found people on Craigslist to produce music. And, on Craigslist? Yeah, literally. And it just turned into this amazing company that now we built a recording studio in-house, which wow. is, I relocated. It's in my gym. It's in the office in the gym. And 
my music was featured in the last Olympics in 2016 in Rio. So really? one of the gymnasts representing Canada used my music. And it's actually a funny story because it was about to come on and I was like, I had all my family with me and I was so excited. I had my phone, like I'm ready. And we were like streaming the Olympics to the TV on my sister's phone. And she won, she picked up her phone to take a video of me to see my reaction of like everything I worked for. She ended the video. And she shut it off. <gasps> and the girl's like standing in her starting pose, like about to start. And I'm like, like everything I worked for, I'm like so excited to see it. And also on the screen goes black. And I'm like, uh-huh. what? But the most important question, did she get the picture? She has a video of me. T- I'm standing up and I'm like, I'm, I'm like doing the pose. Like I'm like ready. I'm like doing the routine with the girl. And, and then it just, the screen goes black and I just turn around I'm like, what? And I never actually got to see it. You never oh saw it? <laughs> they couldn't get the stream back. No. You oh could YouTube it. I, I think it might be on YouTube now, yeah. but I, I never saw it. Now, there's a whole science to that music thing, right? Because mm-hmm. she's supposed to end her routine when the music ends. Dead yes. stop. And sometimes it doesn't stop. work there's out There's a that whole way. format, yep. and the whole reason why there is an industry for it is because with the rules, you cannot have mm-hmm. words in your music. So... We have to recreate the songs from scratch and replace the vocals with instruments. So where do you get the instruments? I have multiple producers that work for me. So they bring you the sound. Yeah, we have like a violinist who will come in and record. The producers will make the backbeats. It's really cool. We have a ton of music. I have like over 500 songs now in my catalog. And we do limited music, exclusive music, this custom is for gym, music, gymnasts? gymnastics, cheerleading, dance, figure skating. Really? And you've got this all jump twist. Jump the, twist. The yep. recording studio is in-house. Do you have music in-house. blowing in that place when you go in there? Yeah. It's funny because we have, I just got You're a new so contract. You're so new. Why? <laughs> because I used it? to hang out at the gym in Manhattan. I used to walk in there. It was like a giant pinball place. The music blowing and... You had to get up and go because the music was just so, let's go. So maybe you'll be inspired to get up and go so with New me. York. She is so typical New York. <laughs> She's you a hard worker. Oh, that's only business two. There's business what three. What's business three? Business three, I started um, 2013. I saw a problem with the student housing at FAU, Lynn, all around there. They had like a two-year waiting list for dorms. And I wound up buying property and renting it out to students. So you still doing that? Yes. Are, you, are those new candles that went up on military are yours? No. Because <laughs> I was about to say, <laughs> that's a something, the music something there. Is doing really well. Really yeah, well. Right. Let's start at eight. But right, she's so New York. Because how many times have I said to you, how many businesses have you had? New York, Gen Two, right? You talk about businesses. How yeah. many things workarounds had quite and a reinventing few. and doing everything. And That's typical jump, New York. Jump start is just another jump one. Twist. Jump twist. <laughs> What's funny is right now I'm in high season for floor music, and my mm-hmm. gym is popping with the summer camps and birthday parties, and it's time for students to move. So I'm currently operating three businesses at, at once. once, and I actually just I left Florida for two weeks. I went to be with my fiance in Milwaukee to help him prepare for the fight, and it's just really cool that. I've been able to manage it all and have my businesses run mm-hmm. smoothly. It used to be a one-man show, but now I've created systems and processes, and I do public speaking as well. How I old help. are you? I'm 31. She's like she's 12. I help other business owners now get their life back. So I'll do really? 
business consulting, public Is speaking. that another job? You're a consultant? It's mostly like for people that I care about, like friends and family. If I see it's a lot business. of potential, I don't have time. I build websites to apps. It's the lady like, next to you says the same thing. I build websites. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But Look she, at these but, powerful women. I tell you. Talk scary. about inspirational. I'm, t- I'm, I'm not going to come scared? in no more. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm intimidated. I I'm going to sit over there with Hector. You, know, you talk about powerful women. It's really amazing. Well, you know, the world is changing, and the rest of us got to catch up. That's what it comes down to. And, you know, congratulations. How long has the, uh, the gym been over? This is the fourth month. Just since April. Yeah. And she's already busted out. It's insane. I couldn't have asked for a better turnout. Like, all my projections, like, I, like, under-projected everything just so, like, I wasn't upset if we didn't hit our numbers, and I'm just, like, exceeding everything. How are people even finding out about it? Well, like me, right? I watched Ninja, yeah. and there you were. Yeah, how did you find out about it? I was watching Ninja Warriors, and they, oh, they did a out. breakaway. Yeah, WPTV, News Channel 5, gave me some good airtime with that. I've done Facebook ads. We, we're on Groupon. Uh, we've sold almost 600 Groupons in three months. Is that a profitable venue for you? It is for me, because... A lot of people tell me it's not profitable, what, because you're giving away half of it. Yeah, if you have an actual product... Or like a massage or service that like one-on-one really has a high cost for you. For me, like an open gym. It's no know, overhead. Yeah, it's like it's either two people come or 45 people come. It costs me the same amount, same of, amount money. of money. So it's been excellent. I can excellent. tell you, typical New York. You could do it for free though. You could do a digital coupon for free. She could, or she could make half, or she, she can make do a it, quarter. She can add it on MobyPop when MobyPop launches. And she's still yeah, getting, yeah, 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 she's getting the publicity. Yeah, but you could do one. We could do one, because we do digital coupons, do it free, and then we don't take a profit. We don't take anything from it. It's just part of the service. And then we air blast it out to people. That's a publicity I like piece. Yeah. I, like I kind it. of admire that your age, you've, uh, you're developing... There's a, a new program I'm coming out with, and I invited G-String over here to be on it. Also, it's Fred Talk. You know how they have TED Talk That's and TED Talk Julie? We do Fred Talk. <laughs> what are you laughing at? <laughs> and I think we should do that on Thursday. Okay. You give to somebody a half hour with the video and everything else component, because I think he gives you like 10 minutes, some stupid thing like that. I think Fred Talk, it out it, that's the them. way to go. It is, and that way you can teach people what you know on a vast majority, yeah. and if you want more information, you go to your place and get mm-hmm. hooked up. Yeah, okay. definitely starting webinars. Uh, I want to do that because it's like the information that I've learned and experienced, and like I want to share it with other business owners because it's like painful to watch businesses no, just like Welcome the owners are struggling. And I mean, I did it. I worked 24 hours a day. Like, I so did let it. me ask you. You got a camera here. What would you be your number one advice to new business owners? New business owners, don't stop learning, ever. Like, reading, watching videos, um, be open. You have to stay with technology. Like, be ready. Be one step ahead of it. Because things are going to, your whole, you get shut down in a snap. And when I first started selling music, we were selling them on CDs. Then I went digital. People were doing USBs, CDs to USBs. I went straight to MP3s, and now it's just an instant download. I don't have to fulfill an order. It's just automatic. How's the pirating business working for you? The pirating? Everything is copyright. Like, I pay all licensing fees, so I... No, I mean, they pirate your stuff. Oh, they... Um, yeah, I found my music on YouTube before, and... That's it's, been the kicker on that business. There's nothing that I could do to prevent it unless I see it. I just asked them if they could take it down, and, you know, but... It's such a small industry. I don't have that 
It's not that big of an issue for me. The reason I bring this up is because tomorrow we're supposed to have baby face on here. Oh, yes. Is that true? Confirmed? Yeah, it's confirmed. Maybe with Je- no, no, Jesse Campbell? Confirmed, confirmed. And one of the problems is that Facebook now, because they've been slapped around so much, five seconds of music that belongs to you, they shut the show down. Yeah. Thank you. you I go. think the best advice, though, for a business owner is to create a system. Like, as you build the business, you have to write a checklist. What do you do? Like, for example, I'm about to interview someone. I have a hiring process. Like, actual checklists. Onboarding. When, how do you onboard someone? More to come. We're going to have to do a whole workaround show yeah. around Christina. Yeah, do a show around Christina. Up, jump, twist, Ninja Academy. I got it right twice. Check it out. From baby ninjas all the way up, you can give them a call. Find her on Facebook. Genji Moby Pop, and of course, Modern 60s Wine Lounge. Right. Have a great day, everyone. We will see you tomorrow. Same time, same place. Be kind to each other. And don't be late. Bye-bye. Pure Wave. Supercharge your cells. Energize your body with Pure Wave therapy. Internationally patented, Pure Wave technology helps eliminate radiation from modern electronic devices, which can cause chronic disease. Pure Wave technology strengthens the immune system and metabolism while activating hormone production. PureWaveNow.com 561-965-7777. Are you ready for improved cell regeneration, less discomfort, a longer, healthier, vital life? Contact PureWaveNow.com for your consultation. Non-invasive technology promotes relaxation, a better quality of life, and more energy. Call PureWave now at 561-965-7777, purewavenow.com. The Heart of Delray Gallery, located in the Delray Art Complex, is one of South Florida's top venues for art, culture, music, and private events. The Heart of Delray Gallery is a cutting-edge, 11,000-square-foot art exhibition showcasing local artists and artisans with the highest quality of talent and vision, highlighting South Florida's creative arts. Visit us at the Heart of Delray Gallery, 1440 North Federal Highway in Delray Beach. Come, take a tour, book your next private event or fundraiser, or join us for Art Walk the first Friday of every month from 6 to 11 p.m. For more information, give us a call at 561-278-0074. Well, that's about it for today. Even though the show is over, the Brooklyn Cafe is always open for business. You're invited to join the fun every day. If you missed some of the last from today, Dawn and Freddie S. will bring you more goodwill next time. You can follow the cafe on Facebook at the Brooklyn Cafe TV to rewatch every minute of the show. We'll see you next time. <laughs>